Welcome, weary traveler. You have stumbled across a comedy chronicle of cranial concoctions, a frenzied fusion of befuddled fables, an exacting expose on eclectic mythos. Should you brave ahead, you will find yourself enlightened, delighted, and only slightly misinformed on the many fantastical worlds that exist within our favorite media. Will you learn all there is to know? <laughs> that I cannot say. But I can say it will be the lore you know. Welcome to our orange room. This is the best lighting we can do. But hey, we're all together again as one happy family. Everyone has been sick. Without Ethan, Fran. Ethan was sick a while ago. I was sick last week and Fran is sick this week. So Lizzie, again, stepping up and stepping in. Thank you for coming into the hot sure. seat. Don't say come. I, I <laughs> thank you for entering. Into the hot thank seat. Thank you for thrusting yourself into the hot seat. <laughs> Okay. Thank you for penetrating the glass ceiling <laughs> right, into the hot seat. <laughs> oh no. And we're here. Oh, uh, I'll do Fran. Uh welcome to the Lore You Know, a podcast where we talk about cool stuff and cool boys. I remember wow. my intro from last time. I think I said, Welcome to the Lore You Know, where we lore you know more. That's on all the posters. We have five billboards in the Los Angeles area. Please wow. buy some posters. <laughs> Please buy some posters. Uh, no, we, I, I, like I said, Ethan, I'm a, I'm an early adopter because I'm fast. I'm, I'm maybe one of the fastest things alive, but what I can do faster than anyone is segue into the topic <laughs> for today. Sega? <laughs> oh my god i can seg away that's a good joke mm -hmm. put that in clip that write that down right <laughs> we're gonna talk about sonic the oh. the horge hag Sega. Sega. oh ethan what's that i hear you say you want to talk about the cool new Sonic, like Sonic Boom Sonic, or the Sonic from that <laughs> Netflix series? Like Sonic Boom is really new. Sonic, I think that one's still canon in the show. That's the oh. Sonic Boom Sonic. Or the one, the new Sonic Frontier Sonic? No, we're just writing the algorithm. I don't want to talk about that shitty new shit. I want to talk about what everyone on the internet claims is good, uh -huh. which is the original Archie comic series, Sonic. Oh. Specifically, episodes one through 50, because I've been reading Sonic comics all goddamn day. <laughs> and that's as far as I got. But apparently people really like up to episode 50, so. Okay, I thought you were gonna- Are you sure? Like, like, do they mean the new Sonic comics? Because I see a no, lot of people no, no. like the new Sonic. Episode well, like the new Sonic. and pass is we'll, where it gets really good. Yeah, we'll talk about it. But there's a little, there's a little, a little bean, a little man called Ken Penders who had his little sticky fingers all up in the original Sonic, Sonic comics, and he, he, he really got in. He really got in there, and people like 
his stuff, I guess, even though he draws a lot of feet. Listen, you can't talk about Sonic without getting a little I mean, bit of foot stuff in there. Yeah, I mean, you I know, mean to be fair, anything. too many comic artists just try to cheat their way out of drawing the feet. Well, and he, I, he, for no particular reason, would really like comic artists to draw more feet. Like really detailed feet. Like <laughs> well, a, they a have lot of to wrinkles go out of their it. way with Sonic characters because they really a core aspect of all of their designs are shoes. Yeah, and gloves. So no hands so, either, mm-hmm. which is disappointing. And it's actually pretty astonishing how far it all got considering they don't usually draw the hands or feet of their anthropomorphic characters. Do you think Sonic has human feet or does he I have know little... Sonic has human or feet. I've seen them. Paws? No, I've seen them with oh. my eyes now. I I didn't but say that a... there were no feet in the comic. <laughs> I just he, said there oh. weren't that many. But he's a but he's a furry. Yeah, but he, no, no, he has human hands. Well, he's not a furry. He's a Mobian. We'll get to that. Don't worry. Okay. Do you guys want to? Do you guys want to hear a person who just got done being sick feverishly describe <laughs> an old Sonic the Hedgehog the series from the nineties? Down and then it went right I want back nothing up. more. Okay, great. Well, I hope that's what the viewers want too, because strap in. It nerds, let's go. Okay. Listen, we're making this because everyone's talking about the new Sonic Frontiers game, and it's an overwhelmingly like the ratings are all positive, but they're all like way better than I expected. And it's like <laughs> it's the it's so low the expectations <laughs> that even a baseline pretty shitty game, people are like, it was great. I got to <laughs> smash the X button, and that's combat. I got to jump sometimes it was amazing yeah i played through the whole thing i i want to i for like a week my hand was just hovering the purchase button being like do i really want to do do i really want to play this game is this really something i want lizzie saw me i was like i don't know he did lament i don't know if i should get this and then one day i was like i have to know i have to get in there they're saying it's good everyone's saying it's good well everyone who's an idiot is saying it's good so I go in there, and wow, I was like, wow, neat. It's exactly what I thought it was going to be. It's, this, it's, to say it's bad is mean, but it's just like nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing to me. And I spent so long getting all of everything in it, but I 100% of the game, because maybe there was extra content or something in <laughs> maybe there. Maybe there was a good game maybe at the end. They were, were like, true Sonic fans only. We've brought the real quality game for you. Everyone was like, the movement's a little janky, and the mini games are bad. And I That's was like, "All right, the well, the, move, the, the movement's the whole game, and the mini games are bad." <laughs> so. Listen, I really like the new Call of Duty. The shooting's kind of bad. The shooting's bad, and the interaction with other players makes me want to kill myself. So I would say it's a pretty good game, all in all. You just sound like an average Sonic fan to me. I have a weird. A history with Sonic because I remember artist on the internet. Yeah, I mean that's <laughs> yeah, part yeah. of it, and I don't like to see the things that people I don't create like to with see him. What they've done to my boy, I don't my like sweet see, boy. Yeah, because I have like this memory of being of like when I was really little, being so fond of Sonic. Yet I like the only access I had to anything Sonic was sometimes i saw the tv show i don't remember what channel it was on and then uh my 
dentist's office had a, a Sonic. Mine too. <laughs> yeah. And I would play it, and that was like it's the my... only thing that could get me through going to the dentist was like, well, I could play a little Sonic when I'm at the dentist, perhaps. My, my orthodontist had a big fucking Sega handheld, whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, it was like in a it was in a big like case. D batteries. Yeah, the game yeah. gear. Yeah, and it was like I was like, what the fuck is this big <laughs> Game Boy? Like this is ridiculous. And I played it, and I'm like. Well, what is this little creature? He's running so fast, the screen can't seem to keep up with him. This sucks. Yeah, I, I well, and I can't really say that I like liked playing it either. It's a lot of I color. was just like, oh, Sonic. <laughs> so to be clear, we wanted to do a Sonic episode for a while, but it's kind of I didn't just know like where to start. there's a yeah, lot to narrow. What, what down. do you even do? Do you so, just so, talk about the fetish content? <laughs> well, we all that's what we've done so far, but we will. We will riff on Sonic games throughout this, I'm sure, but we're focusing on the comics today. Comics. Later, we'll do the game series, and then we'll do stuff about the pornography in our own exclusive Patreon episode. Yeah. All right, let's uh, talk about the Archie comics, because like I said, people really like... We're going to talk through the end game arc, which okay. exists in... Before Avengers? Yeah, years before. Okay, so I will say... <laughs> Uh, this I mean, who knows if it actually is Eggman because of their comics. These these comics uh, reference Marvel comics heavily throughout them, like just straight up references to them. So, uh, and these came out in the nineties. These came out in the nineties. That was when the Marvel comics were tanking. Yeah. So so it, it was like it was like making fun of them. It was like hey, uh, you want you want to read these shitty comics? I don't think so. Read these ones instead. Yeah. <laughs> Fast. Eggman's got a glove on, but it has the Chaos Emeralds Ooh. in it instead. Yeah, can we just acknowledge that Sonic the Hedgehog is basically just a big Dragon Ball Z reference? Like, yeah. not ironically as a goof. Like, they literally like, yeah, we just did the Dragon Ball Z thing because we thought it was cool. Like, yeah. the collecting the Chaos Emeralds and then going yeah. Super Saiyan oh, was just the I Dragon Balls. I thought that was just a coincidence. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> they literally modeled the Chaos Emeralds after the Dragon Balls, and then he turns into Super Sonic because they go Super Saiyan in right. the Dragon Ball series. So, I mean... There you go. That's your that's your first bit of, of info. Okay. But all right. Everyone's like the first 10 episodes, they don't have any continuity. And it's mostly episodic. And they're mostly right. But let's let's go through the characters real quick so that we can we can get a bearing. Obviously, we have Sonic the Hedgehog. And I'm talking old school Sonic. I'm talking like circle head and then spines coming off of it, Sonic. He doesn't have like a single head shape yet. He's just he's a round boy. And he loves going fast, and he loves chili dogs, and he loves his friends, mm -hmm. okay? And he is part of a group called fucking... He is part of a group called the Freedom Fighters, because he's a fighter for freedom, all right? It's like okay. this okay. universe is Antifa, all right? Yeah, okay. So he, cool. he's part of this team. He's part of this team with his good friend Tails the Fox, who is a two-tailed fox. And in one of the episodes... They make jokes about like tails. Why do you have two tails? And they don't talk about it at all. He just has two tails. Right. They yeah, were yeah. like, "Did you get a surgery? Did you uh, was did you fall in the radioactive waste?" And he's like, "No." Nah, Look just, at him. He's a freak. I, he's a freak. <laughs> he's a, he's a freak. fucking freak. He's got two tails. <laughs> now he's just a he's just a two tailed fox. That's all there is to it. Um. Well, but they're they're both considered Mobians. So Mobians okay. are anthropomorphic creatures they're like sonic creatures they're they're animals but they're humanoid okay. there are regular animals in the world yeah and they put them into robots right exactly and then what? there's also human type 
people as well. Oh, but okay. we'll 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 get back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Sally Acorn. <laughs> Hi, Sally. Hey, Sally. Sally. <laughs> I remember Sally from the show. Yeah, Sally. Sally is Princess Sally. She's the princess of the Acorn Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Acorn, the Acorn, Acorn, Acorn. Not the Eggcorn. That's okay. a different kingdom. Yeah, that I was like probably is more robotic. <laughs> yes, that's what I thought. No, the Acorn Kingdom. And they are joined by everyone's favorite, Antoine de Coulette, who is, I think, a squirrel. Oh wait, I I know Antoine. Antoine Does does he have like, like a little blonde mustache? Well, no, it's on his head. He's got like a little like swoopy. I thought he also had a little mustache. I think he might have like a little mustache. Okay. He starts out as just a character, and then just part of the way through the series, he just gets a French accent. Like draw. Well, his like, name written. is Antoine. Yeah, his name's Antoine de Coulette. And I mean, I feel like it's because too many readers called him de Coulette, and, and they were like, "We need people to know they, he is Antoine de Coulette." They call him Tuan when they're like, when you know, when they're like slangily that saying his so name. Disrespectful. And they thought that they could get this past me, but I was reading the whole fucking comics, oh. which this will prove I read the stupid comics because in one <laughs> scene he was like, yes, I can fly this hot air balloon. I used to be the head of balloons for the king of Mobius. So A, there's a king of Mobius, keep okay. that in mind, and B, Antoine was once the head of balloons for him. So they needed okay. balloons as well. Uh, I, I, I remember this guy looking at a picture of him. Yeah. Uh, it's a little... Dork. Yeah, but, no, he's a but the, there's he's literally there's like the head of balloons. There's yeah. modern versions of him that look quite cooler. Yeah, well, I, he I was... like they were like you you will be our Zeppelin admiral, and he was like I would like a better title. <laughs> but head of balloons. Head of balloons. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So he has that role. He's like a duke or something, uh, and he does not like how Sonic gets on with Sally because he finds Sonic to be a lowly common folk. Right. And he is, you know, classist and also likes Sally because she's the princess. Classic. And she's fucking tight. Like, you know, they draw her nice and nice and tight, you know? Are you a furry? No, I just think that some of these creatures that resemble animals have attractive features and would fuck them if I could. Does she have really cute spike, three spiky hair like no, Amy No, Rose? she doesn't have three arches of spike hair. Is she the size oh, of an, if only I is could she the see size of an me. average human mother? No, you have to wait for you have to wait for that. No, she's not the size of an average human mother, nor does she have a hair that resembles a Native American headdress. Uh, I can't do. Th- I can't do this. <laughs> I made Lizzie watch the this the Guptail video about the cute the the hottest Sonic characters before we did this. It was one two buckle my shoe. Here we go. That's how I should have started the episode. I was quite, a fool. That's quite cruel. Next we have Boomer. Uh, he's a walrus, and he's good with like machines. I'm just he, gonna keep looking at pictures of these characters. He builds. He builds things. He's okay. a. He's he's pretty chill. He's kind of in the background most of the time. But his name's Boomer. So yeah. there's a joke in there somewhere. A boomer, boomer is rude but cool. No, Ru- Boomer does machine. Boomers ruin the economy and <laughs> oh, blame I, the I've youth. S- I think generally. I've seen this guy. Rude, but cool. Oh, that's no. He's not cool. He is uh, rude though. Okay. All right. Um, 
Now, those those are sort of the core freedom fighters to start. Sonic, Boomer, Antoine, and Sally Tails. And Tails. Oh, Sally and Tails. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're like they represent the entirety of the 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 resistance fighters, the freedom okay. fighters. All right. Um, but and then this is where those those idiots who say that there's no canon that shows up in the first ten episodes truly show how foolish and stupid they are. Okay. They also meet a a rabbit, and okay. her name is Bunny, oh. and her full name is Bunny Robot. Bunny? Because she's half robot. Rob- but they bot. see her becoming half robot. So I think she just oh. took the name Robot after she got turned into a half of a robot. But I mean, everyone just calls her Bunny or Robot the whole time. So I don't know. She took to it really fast. But there's oh. a there's a half robot bunny. So look- keep that in there's mind. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at pictures of her. Bunny Robot. She's really yeah, cute. And she's the she's the like sex symbol. She's the she's the sexy one. Okay, and Not she's Sally? and she's southern. Oh, I was gonna say okay. she looks she's like a she's got a. Belle. I was literally going to say she looks like she has a southern accent. She does because she has a we cowboy will, hat. We will circle back around to her because there's a lot okay. I need to discuss with her. But before <laughs> she's then, really cute. let's get okay. the last one out of the way. It's also revealed in one of the episodes as they're going that Sonic Sonic has a dream about his younger self where it's revealed that. He has an uncle Charles or Uncle Chuck, as they call him, which is just Sonic with like a a white mustache. Oh, and that's, hell yeah! That's Uncle Chuck. Hell yeah! Um, and it's revealed that Uncle Chuck is uh was captured by Robotnik and oh uh and was taken away. Why? Oh, well, let's get to that. All right. <laughs> okay. So we also have our last character, obviously Robotnik, who is an evil doctor. Uh, and he is, he's taken over the world. He owns, he owns everything. And his mission statement, his mission statement is to take, uh, animals, the Mobians or just regular animals and, uh, roboscize them. So he has built a series of machines called roboticizers that takes regular creatures and turns them into robot creatures. Uh, in a sort of not exactly one to one, but like kind like you can like tell that the robot came from that creature kind of thing. So it's really like a conceptual machine that turns people into robots. You dig? Okay. And to to be fair, this is not the comics' fault. This is like original. This is Sonic the com- this game. is part of the comics' fault because they introduced <laughs> Bunny Robot, who was being transformed into a robot, sort of feet first. Okay. And Sonic oh. comes and saves her, pulls her out of the machine, but her bottom half and one arm were roboticized, which is why she's like a cyborg robot because she was halfway through the roboticizing process before they saved her. That, so like Robotnik intentionally does it like feet first. Yeah, it's so really weird. So you can like know what's yeah. happening. And that's the other thing is when you're roboticized fully, you lose your sense of self. You just become a mindless robot to the Robotnik army. Right, unless a hedgehog bounces on your head and then you are freed. Right, well, some of the robots are powered by small woodland creatures. So like, you know the crab robots? 
uh, if you like. No, I don't know it, the crab. Well, there's robot. like crab robots, and if you like jump on the crab robots and destroy it, like a bunny will pop out because the bunny was like powering the crab robot with its life energy. But you freed it, and so Sonic's whole thing is he destroys robots to free the little creatures within when, it. When did the, the Matrix fuck? come out? Uh, 1999 or some yeah, shit. Yeah, okay, so they definitely, like, they watched Robotnik at work, and they were like, they were like hmm. hmm. Those, so, w- those Wachowski brothers. That's so, like, specific of a thing to do. That why is, why well, is Robotnik like Well, robot, so Robotnik represents... Uh, like polluters and and okay. like anti environmentalism and stuff like like he he only exists to destroy nature. That's all he really cares about. So he's he, it's it's an environmental message where Sonic and his freedom fighters are trying to like preserve the the wilderness, the forest land, uh-huh. and they're trying to stop these these white invaders <laughs> with their advanced technology from taking their land. Mm-hmm. And they're like their their people are being converted in front of their very eyes, and they're doing everything they can to preserve not only their their literal sense of self but their culture mm-hmm. within the great forest. Okay, the chili dogs are a metaphor for dog. alcoholism. <laughs> yeah, the chili dogs are also there. So. This is what Robotnik is going around doing. He's roboticizing. He's cutting down the forest, and the freedom fighters are there to stop him. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get a little bit of the the scenery, the backdrop here. Okay, there's a map that they show in one of the episodes, and the map is presumably a map of the known world, <laughs> and it has three locations. It has the Great Forest, mm-hmm. in which Sonic and his friends are are protecting but they're also hidden within in uh-huh. in their hidden knothole village is okay. the name that's where the resistance hides knothole the knothole village and it's hidden there's a there's a hidden passage in a tree stump you open up the tree stump and then there's like a bunch of tunnels underneath the ground and then that's how they stay hidden from robotnik so he's <laughs> he's trying to figure out where this place is that's uh-huh. his that's his objective there is it sounds like the fucking smurfs <laughs> yeah it's similar <laughs> There's uh there's Robocity or Robotropolis oh. or whatever. It changes names sometimes. <laughs> um, but it's where Eggman lives. There, he's not called Eggman in the series either. He's called he's Robotnik. Robotnik the whole time. And they call him Robotnik uh, a lot because yeah. it's funny. Um, but there's the city where Robotnik has his I was army. going to ask where does Eggman even come from? Uh it comes from Sonic Adventure. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. he goes, he goes. Look at you! You look like a big egg man. And then he's like, "What the fuck did you say to me?" And then he's really angry. <laughs> it's it. And yeah, and it's Ben in fucking okay in Sonic from in Sonic Frontiers. He was like, "Ah, Sonic used to torment me with the name Eggman. He would say I was an egg-shaped man and called me mean names, but I embraced it. I called myself Eggman. I made the Eggman Empire because I was taking that word back from him. That little shit. I'm Eggman." I was going to say cuz he seems to embrace it sometimes. And other in older stuff he didn't really. Right, but that's because it was a that, mean name Sonic that, was at, calling. At some point him. he started making things. But like then that eggs. that was in fortunately they realized in Sonic Frontiers, they were like, Well, why isn't he angry that he's saying such mad names? Because I guess he he's owning it. I mean He went to therapy. He he definitely is a lot more like emotionally <laughs> I, mature in the latest games. He's like, I don't like that hedgehog, but god damn it, do I respect him? I like him. to think that Eggman has just aged differently and like so 
in the old Sonic, he was also really lo- young, like all oh, the Sonic characters. Oh, he was characters. also like he was also like seven, like Sonic. Yeah, and they yeah. All and now, grew up now together. He's yeah. a, a more emotionally mature Eggman because he's like in his teens now. Yeah, he's I like I think he's want- a little older than them, but so he's like maybe going on twenty now. I Eggman. see. I do still want to pollute and roboticize the world, but. Now I do it with a better sense of inner peace. Uh, now I do it with a sense of self. I do it for me. I don't do it for you, Hedgehog. Not anymore. You don't have control over me. All right. And then, so there's there's the gray forest, and then there's Robosity, or Robot City, uh-huh. or whatever. And then between the two lies the Forbidden Zone, which I don't know what that is. It just was on that map, and I wrote it down that there's a place called the Forbidden Zone yeah, that lies that. between the two. I love that. Um, everywhere is called a zone, and a zone is really ambiguous because, like, Green Hill Zone is like a green pasture area that just exists on the planet. But then there's like, like zones that exist in other dimensions that they teleport to, and then that's a zone. So a zone is just like an area that they go to. Sometimes. <laughs> I was gonna say, why did they go? Why did they settle on zone? Because that's in the, the game. game. I know, but I was thinking of like world building. <laughs> they yeah. have to follow the games very closely. I, I get it. I know. I just I just imagining like if what if we determined our world by zones and we were just like this is America zone. I like that. This is this is freedom zone. <laughs> but wait, within America zone, there's different Acts. zones. Yeah, there's this like. Is- Florida Mediocre zone, burger zone. Florida zone is the Florida zone, zone is the hardest level. <laughs> do, not, do not go there. Everyone's like, "This is bullshit." Why would anyone make this? The f- and then there's like, yeah, there's just different parts of the country are the zones. Yeah, I like that. So for the most part, in these in these earlier episodes, it is mostly just like episodic hijinks, right? Like in one episode, uh, Robotnik takes a tiny lizard and roboticizes him into a giant Godzilla lizard, and then they sort of deal with that. In another one, they're competing in Olympic Games, and Uh, Robotnik Robotnik wants- Against (laughs) an Italian man? No, it's against Robotnik, and he wants to win, so he, quote, steals Sonic's shoes, weird, Uh and replaces them with energy-stealing shoes, so that he won't be able to run fast. Like that part in Hercules, where Hades takes his powers, and he's like, you are powerless now. Except in this instance, Tails is rummaging through the trash like a little goblin for some reason and just finds Sonic's <laughs> original shoes and then restores them to him. Box. Thus they do. restoring his speed and power. So that happened. He About won some how Olympic long games. are these? Like um, how many pages? They're like, they're like 15 to 20 pages mm-hmm. and they're split okay. up into like two or three stories per book. Oh. So the stories are like four or five pages each. Oh, okay, so that's not And a then lot. there's like yeah. fan art in the middle, and then, okay. yeah, they're right. all like pretty small. And then uh, the stories could be like a part one, part two, part three in a book. But for the most part, it's it's usually like one big story and then a little side story in each book. Yeah, I mean, okay. the thing I love about the way these first ten are laid out is that it very strongly suggests to me Archie Comics was like, Okay, what we'll do this stupid like little Sonic thing for you, Sega, and then they did just you know some episodic whatever, and then it was super popular, and they were like, oh god, we oh, need shit, to we like need plot. They we need to know. lay this down now. Archie Comics is so very yeah, it's like episodic, so that was all they knew knew right. how to do. Well, and that's that's why there is a shift, but we'll get there. Um, there there wasn't <laughs> fucking there was an episode 
where uh, Boomer uh, is revealed to uh, have an ant farm. Uh, he likes farming ants. Okay, and sure. Robotnik learns about this, and so he switches the ants that Boomer orders to, to their secret hideout, and he switches them with termites. And so Boomer, aren't safe. Boomer unveils the termites and they start eating all the trees and they go, oh no, they're going to eat the whole forest. <laughs> and these termites go from being very small to like being huge buff termites that are oh, just eating everything. Scary, and then they, the, the resolution is they send the termites back to the city and the termites have gotten so big and strong that now they're just eating steel girders. So the termites are eating through the city. There's so wow. much wrong with what you just said, but we have to, we can't dwell on it. So, I don't want to. Boomer, Boomer has an ant farm. That's canon and comes up later. <laughs> um, he makes robot plants that grow very fast because he wants to take over the forest, but he doesn't waterproof them. So it rains and then they all get destroyed because they're robots. And yeah, so sure. that one just kind of ends. Uh, and then there's uh just a bunch of ripoffs from other comic books. Like I said, they do like alternate Sonics where he's uh like Wolverine, or oh. uh, Eggman will like make a robot to fight Sonic, but it will be like a a comic book character, like a Batman knockoff will try sure, and beat him, yeah, but yeah, Sonic's yeah. just too epic and fast, and he like takes apart the robots before they can even know what goes on and. So Sonic's just beating up all these other comic characters because he's so fucking epic and cool. I do think Sonic would win in a fight against Batman. There's no question. I mean, Batman (laughs) doesn't have powers, and Sonic is very fast. Sonic's so fast. And as we can tell from these comics, not only does he he be fast, but he, like, thinks fast. He processes fast. Mm -hmm. I just have one question. Do you bleed? (laughs) (laughs) No. <laughs> what? Yeah. Uh, one. A mortal can't make I, a god bleed. <laughs> I, sometimes I drop rings. <laughs> Sonic, we should team up. I, team. I think Batman and Sonic would team up. In I, I was going to say, I think Sonic would not want <laughs> to, to defeat like, Batman. Like, but yeah, how's Martha? Save Sally. Why did you say that name? Save Sally. Sally is my mommy's name. <laughs> that was that's that was his mom's name, Batman. No, it was Martha, but it was also Superman's mom's name. Oh, okay. because that that's why everyone got mad at that movie because he was like, "Save Martha," and he was like, "Why did you say that? That's just my mommy's name. Mama. How do you know my mommy's name?" Oh, and that was the thing was like, that, that stopped them my fighting. Mommy's name. Yeah. and then he's like, and then "We should like, be we friends." Were, we were, like, be and friends they bro bonded. <laughs> Wait, this is Batman versus Superman. Yes, yeah, that's how that yeah. movie that's ends. Gen- okay, yeah, I never, Batman was going were, to kill. I just heard Superman. it was so bad. Yeah, Batman was going to kill Superman, and then he was like, "Save Martha for no like that." Yeah. Like if I was like my mom, mama, and then they're like, "You have a mummy. I have a mummy." Yeah, we'd be friends. No, you you it's should watch that movie bros. because it's like, it's yeah, it's really really bad. But it is like a master class in bad movies. And how to be bad. <laughs> oh my Anyway. God. Speaking of powers, speaking of superpowers, let's go over Sonic's superpowers because we are shown what he is capable of doing, his feats of strength as they were mm-hmm. in the comics. So obviously super speed. Uh-huh. He can, he's faster than the speed of sound. It says in one of the books, zero to 60 in point zero 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 one seconds. So that's, very fast. That's quite fast. His brain would be mush inside of his head. <laughs> just the acceleration of well, that. Well, that's why he's a hedgehog. Because well, right, they, he doesn't have a lot. 
Hedgehogs have like, hedgehogs are fast, right? In real life, Hedgeho- hedgehogs are fast. Um, his his quills are canonically very sharp, like a hedgehog's, and uh-huh. so they're able to cut through wood, steel, and glass. Right. So yeah, they're they're not sharp like pointy. They're sharp like they are just blades on like his a, it's, back, it's, saw blade. I mean, it's both. In in yeah, okay, in, sure, in many sure, scenes, sure. he cuts through these materials like a saw, but mm-hmm. in other scenes. They go, ouch, that's that's prickly. So <laughs> Okay. So his his quills are very sharp. Mm-hmm. Uh he has what he calls the sonic spin, which is very good because obviously the sonic spin is like a very canon video game thing. When I can he hear jumps, the sound. Right. When he jumps and he just turns into a ball mm-hmm. and then the things that he hits dies. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the comic, it's depicted as him turning into like a spiky ball. But because of the comic. They want to keep the Sonic face, so they just put Sonic's face onto this spiky ball, and then he kind of looks like a biblical angel where he's just descending <laughs> as a spike ball, but his face is just totally intact on I the front of it. don't like that. Uh. And it's very good, and it happens all the time. He's like, let's see how they handle my Sonic and spin, and he's just like floating across the screen, just like his face that's, in the middle of a big spike ball. That's oh. rough. It's very good. I very much like that. Um, and canonically, he can turn into supersonic. He does, of course, need seven Chaos Emeralds and okay. 50 rings to do so. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know the and 50 rings he con- part. Canonically he needs canonically 50. needs 50 rings to become <laughs> supersonic. Uh, yeah, and how- then it says that he is invulnerable and is able to pass through enemies, which you can do in the game. Oh. Yeah. Also, he's got a crazy good metabolism. He eats a lot of chili dogs. <laughs> there is a recipe for chili dogs in one of the books that I really want to try making. Uh, is it a recipe for it's chili? Or? It's a recipe for chili, and okay. then it tells you to cook the hot dogs in the chili. Oh. Like, you take okay. you take wieners, and then you cook them in chili, and then you put them out, and then you slather the chili on there, I, and then it's a cheese optional. That I sounds horrible that to me. I affect the hot dog very much. Right, I Because you're just warming it up, really. That sounds really yeah. bad to me. I think me. it's just to have less pots. I mean, Sonic doesn't like doing dishes. If anything, you would get a little bit of like hot dog water essence into your chili. <laughs> hot dog water, flashback to Scooby-Doo episode. Well, uh, uh, flashback to episode seven of the season one of The Lore You Know. <laughs> if you were but we there talked for about that the episode. character hot if dog you were there water. For that episode, subscribe and, and get eight more add people to it's cook. It's not a Ponzi scheme, but it's it works the same. So we have all of our characters. Um, Tails can fly. Also, that's just the thing you can do. Does machines? Yep. Yeah. Um, Sally is like an acrobatic. She's pretty acrobatic. Uh, Antoine de Coulette. He's like a a sword. He's a he's a fencer and he does balloons. He's like a pilot, I guess. Is his whole thing, but but he was the head of balloons. We cannot forget that. <laughs> okay, Boomer does machines, and Bunny Robot is the only one besides Sonic who can like kick ass because she is a robot, like half robot. And Uncle Chuck is missing. Great. So, uh, Robotnik in this series, as we're going, we don't really know what Robotnik's up to. He's just kind of like ambiguously against these woodland creatures and they're just kind of part of this resistance against him. But as we get further and the plot starts to solidify, we realize that Robotnik has conquered the world fairly recently, within the last decade. Okay. And the world is called Mobius and all of the anthro animals that live on it are called Mobians. 
which is weird because that's like if we called earth people earthens and then like all the other animals are like well those aren't earthens those are just animals it's <laughs> but they live on the earth I'm, so we do we kind of i was that. gonna say we, we see a we little bit earthlings. yeah yeah it's true but earthlings but not also, in general conversation earthlings also applies to like you know cows and I mean, I guess it could, but we don't really use it that way. But, but an alien might. Nick, an anyway. alien would. Um. So is Robotnik an alien? Is Robotnik an alien? Is he a robot? He drinks oil. It, like <laughs> they show him. They show him drinking motor oil. Okay. Like with a straw. Oh. Uh, he loves everything that is like vile and you know, like anti-natural, so he likes filth and disgusting okay, things. Okay, I don't think that that's really a robot. He likes, he likes slime. This is very heavy-handed. It's, it's really weird. It, uh-huh. It's very heavy-handed about the pollution, then. Well, right. I mean, he's the villain. He. Like, I know, I just was saying. It's the 90s. Yeah. I know. It's, yeah, it's the 90s and, like, you know, environmentalism what is, is this, popular. What is this, Ferngly? <laughs> yeah. I mean, kind of. I love it. Actually. Know, it kind of. I mean, yeah, no, no disrespect to Ferngly. Mm. Love or <laughs> that's my Tim. No Curry disrespect to Tim Curry oh either. Love Tim, Tim Curry. Curry. Tim, I know you're listening, baby. <laughs> I would never disrespect your performance. All right. Um, what are some things we learn about Robotnik as we go? He gives us some hints and tells us things about him. Uh, he hates music. He despises any music, and listening to it causes him physical pain. Number okay. one. Uh, he has high cholesterol. I don't know how he drinks motor oil, but uh, all right. I mean, he's a portly okay. guy. Yeah, he's egg shaped. So, uh, and maybe he eats a lot of eggs, and that I uh, gives you high cholesterol. But it, it's supposed to give you good cholesterol. I was gonna say, no, eggs are high, good for you. Yeah. I mean, listen, we're not gonna do a podcast about whether or not eggs are good for you because they're, I don't know. they're good for you. I'm pro so. egg, is all I'm saying. But not pro egg. But not pro egg man. Um, and he also has an assistant, Snively who is probably exactly what you're imagining a person who is an evil doctor's assistant named Snively looks like. Oh, he doesn't he have the... Also the... drink oil. He doesn't, which is very weird. <laughs> Wait, is, is Snively is a robot? No, he's a man. Oh. Yeah, he's a okay, human but man. In, in, the, in the cartoon, he had like a little robot chicken. And, yes, uh, he has that here. chicken and drill guy. And the drill, and guy. drill guy. He yeah. has both of those as well. Oh, okay. Those well, are good. two of his robot minions. Good. Um, but his his lab assistant is Snively, and he'll come up later. Can I look up Snively? You can look up Snively. He just looks like a snivelly little lab Sonic assistant. Sonic, how do you spell Snively? Snively, like the way you spell but with yeah. Okay, oh, I see, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like him? Oh. He's I sad. don't really like He's him. He's got sad eyes. Whoa. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's also a underground under there's like a zone another zone okay that they call the cosmic interstate that they go to a lot okay that they just apparently know how to get to okay and the cosmic interstate allows you to go to different areas like shortcut to you other areas other zones but it also lets you go between dimensions what is this sonic Sonic the Pilgrim. Yeah, it, it is very much like the subspace in Scott Pilgrim. In Scott Pilgrim, it's like exactly that kind of thing. In fact, this is probably partly. I'm sure inspired. it's a, yeah. I was gonna say, I'm sure it's a reference. Yeah, uh, but I mean, if anything, Scott Pilgrim would be a reference to this. That's what I meant. Yeah. Um, but there's the cosmic interstate, which I guess Sonic is able to navigate trivially. Like it's just so easy for him to go between dimensions. So just keep that in mind. 
Okay. Um, and there's also uh, Robotnik makes a a robot Sonic, and this yeah. one's called Pseudo Sonic, uh, okay. which is not Mecha not- Sonic or Robo Sonic or Metal Sonic. Metal Sonic. It's none of those. It's oh. Pseudo Sonic. Okay. Oh. And he uh he beats him. I mean. What? Yeah, he wins. Again, it's all episodic, so it happens in like two pages. He's like, wow, you're like me, but you're not way past cool. I've got the groundwork now. Our foundation is solid. Yes. I need to know. Our foundation is sonic. No, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm ready to hear about the deep story that we're building into. Yeah, all right. So it's, we're at episode 11 of the series, and it's time for Sonic Team to hire a little known penman known as Ken Penders. And he's sort of infamous within the Sonic community. Okay. Because he made all this Sonic stuff for a long time. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, from what I can tell, he kind of credits himself as like the the father of Knuckles. Not because he invented Knuckles. I was very clear to check because I wanted to know who invented Knuckles the Echidna. <laughs> okay. It was not Ken Penders, the video game. Sonic 3, where Knuckles appears, came first, yeah. and it was the designer of Sonic 3 that came up with Knuckles the Echidna. Okay. But Ken Penders did this whole fucking insane family lineage thing with, he like, he did the thing that they do in like fantasy where they have to just keep adding things and like keep doing more. And so he made this whole fucking insane storyline for the echidnas and for knuckles and so he came up with this like family tree and like designed all of these echidnas that are lost to time and all of his other bullshit like he did so much stuff and then he also created like a bajillion characters just for the the main line sonic the hedgehog like the comic book series right sure i mean this sounds basically like if J.R.R. Tolkien was a Sonic fan <laughs> yeah. instead of a fantasy writer. Well, then the problem is he did all this stuff, and then in like 2013, he sued Sonic. He sued God. Sonic Team for the right to the characters that he worked on during his tenure at Sonic. And so he wanted to do like standalone Knuckles series, and he wanted to do a standalone Scourge the Hedgehog series, Oof. which we'll get yeah. into. He had all these plans and they got in this big legal battle and then they like had to, a lot of people attribute this for why the Archie comics stopped existing was because of this like long drawn out legal battle with Ken Penders. And so he's he's in this place where like people like him for all the stuff he made. But on the other hand, all the stuff he made is really weird. And also <laughs> a lot of people credit him as the reason that there's no longer the comics because right. of all of the legal battle that he created. So Ken Penders is just like an insane person. Right. I don't have a huge opinion on him, although I do know that he really sexied up a lot of these characters. So Okay, so oh. yeah, I'm cool with him then. So yeah. Um, I will say there is a joke. If you remember Bunny Robin mm-hmm. said I would come back to her. There's a uh, a joke in one of the plot lines is that they are making a band together mm-hmm. um, because they want to play music because, as we know, canonically, Robotnik, yeah, Robotnik hates, hates music. music. So they're going to make a band. Uh-huh. And then she says, I'll play the sax and the cymbals. And then Boomer says, why do you want to play those instruments? And then she goes, because everyone knows I'm the sax cymbals of this group because she's the sex symbol of the group. 
And that's I, just a joke from the comic. I read that uh-huh. with my human eyes and interpreted it with my human brain. I am, and I know we don't have this deep a level of lore for this, but I'm deeply curious if the creepy, like, sexual Sonic fans started before these comics or because of these comics. That's always the argument with furries, isn't it? Like, d- d- did the furries come first, first and make Space Jam? Or <laughs> did Space Jam make everyone? Fur- like, we don't know. And we might never know. We might but be what we do know, not knowing. What we do know is that Bunny Rabbit has the same top as Rouge the Bat, where it's just that, like, purple heart brazier is that what it is that just like covers her t- her titas her, uh, her titas and then sally acorn only wears a vest a and you can fitting. see her fuzzy she, bosom. she is naked she's naked from the waist down which wouldn't be weird except when she was a kid which they show she wore pants so she grew up and stopped wearing pants i just Whatever. We're the freedom fighters, CJ. All right, we're at episode eleven, and Ken Penders is is, is <laughs> I don't know. There Sonic now. is naked. Sonic is fully naked. Yeah, yeah maybe well, she except, just, for, except shoes. for shoes, <laughs> his gloves and socks. I he mean, does wear socks. He takes his shoes off. Ooh, okay, we're gonna get there. There's, a, there's one scene where Sonic takes off his shoes, and he has the most fucking dirty, foul socks oh. that I've ever seen. Gross. Which has a plot reason, but it just the fact that they drew it is it. Ew. It, yeah. All right. We're we're good. We're all on the same page. We're at episode eleven. It's time for Ken Penders. Okay. Okay. All right. So remember how I said that there is a cosmic interstate that connects a bunch of realities together. Yeah. Well, Sonic is running down the cosmic highway taking a shortcut as he apparently often does, but he takes a wrong turn and he ends up in an alternate world known as Mobius, except this one has an E in it somewhere. So although I think it's pronounced the exact same, there is another world called Mobius, which is an alternate universe Mobius. Okay. Mo- is it Mobius? It's Moebius. Moebius. How are we going to differentiate? Hmm. Well, this is like Bizarro Reverse Land, but I'm just going to call it Mobius and kind of let Say whatever mo- confusion oh, happens, happens. Okay. Because oh, that Moe- feels more in the Moebius. spirit. Moebius. Okay, sure. So, while he's in Moebius, <laughs> he meets the alternate version of himself. But oh. this version of himself wears a leather jacket and oh. cool shades. Oh, that's way is cooler. Is this cooler Sonic? <laughs> that's not possible. In fact, this is evil Sonic. <laughs> he is a dickhole. And <laughs> him and his friends are part of the freedom haters. They hate freedom. <laughs> the freedom haters. <laughs> and, uh, and Dr. Robotnik in this... <laughs> fascist. In I this was going to say, just call world, yourself a fascist. In this world, he's a fascist. <laughs> Fascist Sonic is canon. Yes, and, and he put he, on clothes. Evil Sonic and wears, he wears clothes. clothes, but cool clothes. And oh Doctor Robotnik is there, but in this universe, he's a veterinarian who helps animals. Oh. Meanwhile, Sonic and his friends, the Freedom Haters, go around busting shit up, and they're <laughs> bored of their lives because their main villain is just a vet who heals animals and no one can contend with them because they're the fastest, strongest, coolest guys in the whole world. Anyway, 
Cool Sonic from Mobius Prime. It's called Mobius Prime. That's how oh. you know it's the regular one. Okay. He shows up and he's like, whoa, man, I don't think what you're doing is really cool. I don't like the the philosophies that you're spouting out about minorities and uh, <laughs> and where the lower classes belong. This is totally not bodacious. <laughs> He goes and fights evil Sonic. Again, we're still kind of in the episodic area, but these things are starting to become canon. We're starting to see the world develop. So he fights evil Sonic. He defeats evil Sonic. He uses good Dr. Robotnik to help him get back to his main timeline or his main dimension. Um, But now we have evil Sonic and evil Tails and evil Sally and the whole Freedom Fighter group I gotta as, look up the freedom haters. As, uh, see what comes up. Let's if I just do, type let's in. Let's do a fun game. Okay. I already revealed to you oh, the okay. difference between Sonic and Evil Sonic. Ethan, I want you to tell me the difference between the good and bad version of these characters. First, let's do Sally Acorn. What is the difference between good Sally Acorn and evil Sally Acorn? Okay. Um, I'm good. I. Remember someone saying, so I'm going to guess, does she have a mohawk? Does she have the spiky mm. hair? No. In, in, the, in the evil universe, Sally Acorn wears a full-body latex suit. Oh. That That's so much better. Is sexier. And when uh, in a later episode, when they have to invade the Prime universe, he's like, ditch the leathers, guys. We need to go incognito. And then they just get naked. And then it's even weirder that the characters are <laughs> naked. Oh. Uh, what's the difference between good tales and bad tales? Uh, I just want you to know, too, that if you type in Evil Sonic, uh, Shadow comes up as one yeah. of the first mm-hmm. results. Yeah, of yeah. course. Um, okay, do you want to take this one, or should I guess again? Wait, sorry, what character is it? <laughs> uh, anti, anti-tales, anti-tales, or evil tales. Um, well, yeah, what's the, the visual difference? Uh, I'm going to guess anti-tales is... Very smug and confident. Okay, but and, physically. Um uh he also is in a leather jacket. No, so anti-tails looks like a Hitler youth. He's got like a gray swoop of hair in the front, and he wears like a black and gray like military uniform and like oh. and like like heel clicker boots. So they're just all over the place. Oh yeah, there's no, (laughs) there's no fucking way you're gonna get half of these. What here's here's the one that I was really looking forward to because I want. Uh huh. What is the difference between Knuckles and Anti Knuckles? Knuckles is in this now. Okay, late. This is later. Okay, but he does have an anti counterpart, and I want you to think. So regular Knuckles looks like regular Knuckles. What does Anti Knuckles look like? And for a bonus point. What does he sound like? I mean, Brooklyn accent. Close. <laughs> I knew. Way. I knew you're it. Thinking, you're thinking right, but you have to think further. He's got big spiky shoes instead. No, no he still has big I was spiky. I say he, he has brass knuckles. No. So uh, physically, the, does he have does he have knuckle tattoos? No. Ah, no, damn. You guys are thinking too hard. So physically, the traits that are different is he wears. A, a like newspaper kid hat like okay. the cabbie hat that's what he wears now using that what's the difference is in he, his speech is, pattern is he a newsie no he's not a newsie 
Keeping in mind that his alternate version also Irish? likes bare knuckle fight. He is in fact an Irish man that goes, yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm gonna punch your goddamn lights out, I will. Ah, <laughs> oh, get over here, let me show you the knuckles. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it's very good. Okay. I love alternate reality knuckles. You would. <laughs> And he comes, he's the first one who comes to terms with his alternate reality self. He's like, oh, we both want to protect the Chaos Emeralds, we do. Perhaps we should team up, we should. Listen, all I want is to drink me potatoes. <laughs> Sorry, Irish. Anyone Sorry, Irish, Irish people? I'm Irish. I, I can say, it. I'm Irish. I can say I'm that. also Irish. All right. We have another fun little adventure that happens. Uh, Sonic gets sent back in time by Eggman. Uh-oh. Okay. Sonic goes back into time, into prehistoric age, where the Eggman race of humans are using their technology of big stick on rock to try and take out all of the proto versions of, of the Freedom Fighters. Yeah, sure, sure, oh. sure. I do have to ask, because it's been weirdly important in other series we've done, yeah. is time travel a different dimension that is like a period in time, or is it you're in the prime dimension, but you have traveled back in time in the same dimension? I think in this case, it's the second one, but I will tell you that it won't matter because <laughs> of the Genesis wave, and we'll talk about that at the end <laughs> of the episode. Okay. But- Sonic goes back in time where he meets his ancient ancestors. Oh. <laughs> he meets his ancient ancestor who goes by the name of Son Ugg the Bogha. <laughs> so, do you, so do you remember that episode of SpongeBob where I was just I just <laughs> Since you've said he goes back in time, I thought about the SpongeBob episode. He meets, he meets Sonog the Boghog. Someone redraw and he goes, the SpongeBob caveman and he goes, meme. Wait, you're not a hedgehog? To which he responds, What's a hedge? <laughs> so, what's Sonic, it? Wait, Sonic meets his ancestor. Wait, who tells it's Sonic him, the hedge. The hedge bog? No, the, no, the, ho- bog, the bog, bog hog. The bog hog. So he meets his ancient ancestor. Son Ugg the Bog Hog. And it's all like Sal Ugg, Tail Ugg, that kind of bullshit. (laughs) Um, What's your caveman name based on this? Siege Ugg. Siege Ugg. Siege Ugg. Siege Ugg. 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 I like Ugg. I'm just going to start calling you Ugg. It's racist, dude. (laughs) But he... He talks to his ancient ancestors. They are all scared creatures that live underground because they're afraid of the Eggman-type overworlders yeah. who, who are hunting them. So Sonic says, why don't, you, why don't you think about hedges as an alternative? And they go, what's a hedge? And he goes, it's like a line of bushes you can hide behind. And so he goes to the surface and plants a bunch of hedges and says, if you let this grow into a forest, it will be very easy for you to hide from the Robotniks in the future and you can all hang out up here. And so Sonic the Hedgehog goes back in time to invent the hedge so that Uh the creatures may live and frolic on the surface world. And And then he gets teleported back to the future and he was like, oh, I invented (laughs) 
Okay. All right. Okay. See, okay. So <laughs> Sonic invented hedges. So what you just said is incredibly stupid. <laughs> but what what part about it was I I'm not even going to address it. We're going to move past it. It has brought up a different question in my mind because I had been thinking of the humans as like alien invaders, mm -hmm. but now we're saying they have been there since caveman times. Yeah. What happened to so, all the other Eggman people? Mm -hmm. I mean, what indeed? The so the important thing that I have to ask. So this would not just be like, oh, if we use the Earthling term for like various animals, this would be like if we humans were like, we're not Earthlings, only cows are Earthlings. Right. Yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, that's pretty much what it's like. <laughs> if only because Mobians seem to have kind of owned it a little more. It's, I, I think I, I think it would be more like if cows invented the term Earthlings while they were in charge, and then they stopped being in charge, and they still called themselves Earthlings. They've been hiding in the forest the entire time. We'll get there, Ethan. Okay, we'll all right, get there. All right. We have more plot This to hurts discuss. me, but I, tr I trust in you, all CJ. Right. We're, at we're at episode 13, and the plot of the game Sonic 3 happens, where like <laughs> Eggman tricks Knuckles into helping him out by saying that Sonic wants to steal the the Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only bring this up because this is what the plot of the movie is based on. Sonic, the Sonic 2 movie is basically just a shot for shot. Great movie. It is a good movie. But uh, if you want to know where the plot of that movie came from, it came from uh, Sonic 3. And this, this episode also at it, which is the introduction to Knuckles, where mm -hmm. he is the protector of the Chaos Emerald. Do you think Idris Elba read the comics? I think he probably did in preparation for the role. I don't think he did beforehand, though. I, I thought, yeah, that's, I was like, I don't think I he did before. Is, is Idris Elba, is he a... Um... What's it called? Uh, the uh, get really getting into his role actor. Oh, like a method actor. Yeah, method actor. Yeah, he for those who don't know, is, like, Idris he Elba would, yeah, is he would Knuckles. Giant robots for his role in yeah. Pacific Rim, where he would be like online, but he yeah. would just be have like a cart at the mall. No, yeah, right, 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 right. And then he was just like, "Well, like, I need to be want, ready." Do you want to drift with me? And he also like, played ah, the, the water buffalo in Zootopia. Oh, the He did play the sheriff. chief. I had totally forgotten that. But yeah, I was imagining him just in case they ask me to do anti knuckles, and he just walks around. Oh, top of the water! Yeah, that's probably what he did. Oh my god, I want to hear Idris Elba do an Irish accent so bad now. I'm sure he will eventually. Oh, ready to throw down the fisticuffs, I am. All right, um, I'm just gonna throw out some plot points. We're gonna go kind of sonic speed for some of this, and okay. I'm just gonna like sure, 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 submit sure. some of the stuff I was. You know, okay. that I had to go through. Um, Sonic steals a spaceship from Robotnik. They go into space, and it's revealed that Mobius has a hundred moons, which okay. doesn't seem very feasible, but it's true. What are the tides like? So chaotic. <laughs> um, what, are the menstrual never, what are the menstrual cycles? <laughs> the menstrual cycles are crazy. Um, That's why Sally stopped wearing pants when she grew up. Oh. <laughs> Oh my god. We cannot speak of these characters this way. You, you started it. I just you weren't even gonna bring it I up. Did, I didn't say I, I never talk about menstruation I, if I can help it. I'm very proud of that one. Ugh. Awful. Boomer Boomer changed his name. Um now now he's known Is he trans? No, he's he's still a man. Okay. Boomer changed his name to Rotor. Okay. And then 
objectively worse. And then Why? the they never call him Boomer anymore, but the prime version uh-huh. of him is the same person. It didn't change. So they say that Boomer was his nickname when he was a kid, but his anti-version is still named Boomer, not anti-rotor. Although sometimes they call him anti-rotor, but also they'll call him Boomer. So Boomer's rotor now. Okay. okay. Yeah. We're not going to dead name rotor. Rotor makes Rotor grows a tree. He says he found a tree in the wild that's called the Tree of Wisdom, which he brought back to their hideout, which he has tried to grow within his arboretum. And apparently it's only been able to grow one fruit in its entire existence. And so Tails accidentally eats that fruit, and it's revealed <laughs> that the tree is called the Tree of Wisdom. And so Tails gets... Uh, genius superpowers from eating a fruit from the tree of wisdom. Okay. That's why Tails can fix airplanes? You would think that's why Tails could fix airplanes. And then later in the episode, they say that the effects of the fruit only last 24 hours. And so he stops being a genius. Oh. So um, nothing happened there. Okay. Okay. So you're just kind of torturing me, huh? Yeah, no, I was just kind of throwing that in there because, <laughs> you know, that's just one of the comics. Okay, sure, yeah. Um, I know there's this thing around this thing floating around that uh, in one of the manuals for the games, it says that Robotnik is a feminist. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen Good that meme. Good for him. I don't know if you ever seen that meme. Um, it's blatantly wrong. It's oh. incorrect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robotnik is not a feminist. People think that it was a mistranslation where they wanted to say he's a ladies' man. Like sure, he, can, yeah. he can fuck. Yeah, which yeah. I can see that. But that makes a lot more sense to me. He's definitely not a feminist, and this episode proves it because this episode he gets a uh, a box of the for some reason. He gets a box of marionette toys that match the likeness of the ladies from the episodes, which are just the the bunny and Sally. Right. And when he takes them out of the box, they say, uh, and I quote, Bunny says, my place is in the kitchen. And then Sally says, math is hard. <laughs> oh, my God. And he, and he likes playing with these toys. And then as the episode no goes on, fucking way. and then as the episode goes on, the girls kick his ass and yeah. then they like reprogram the toys and the toys are like, I'm a powerful princess. And like, I was like, well, we kick men's ass. So like it has a positive message overall, Damn. but the idea that Holy Robotnik shit. is a feminist is entirely incorrect. Right. Yeah. No, it's definitely like it was supposed to be translated womanizer yeah. or something, or, or like something. That. and it just got wrong. So. He Just drinks- in case you in case you hear that factoid, he out drinks in the world, motor oil. He drinks motor oil, and he doesn't like women. He, <laughs> I, I fucking laughed out loud though when I saw the panel where it just says math is hard. <laughs> uh, so that's very good. Um, so in one episode, Sonic gets kidnapped and he wakes up in the metaverse. Not really, but he's in like a dreamscape in his own mind. He's in like VR world that okay. Robotnik made. And Ooh. that's when it's revealed that Uncle Chuck is alive, except he's been oh, roboticized. Back. He's been roboticized and he works for Eggman now, but he's still around. So okay. he learns by jacking into the matrix of Robotnik's thing that his Uncle Chuck is still alive. Okay. Kind of. He's a robot now. Okay. Chaos. Uh, no, that's later. When Robotnik was a grad student, okay. he built a giant ape robot. 
because he wanted <laughs> he went to one. grad school. He went to grad school okay. and was working on a giant ape robot that he brought to life in a Frankenstein way. He even says that Frankenstein, the the actual person Frankenstein, is a huge influence for him. So he's a real person who existed Dr. and did those experiments. Canon in Sonic. Frankenstein's canon in the Sonic. Uh, he makes his giant robot, who's named King Gong. Oh. He's a giant ape. He's made of gold and he's a clock. Like he has a big, he looks like a big Rolex clock. Okay. But an ape. Okay. He said he taught the ape to like bananas using Pavlovian uh, mind connection stuff. Um, And specifically, he says Pavlov exists in this universe and is his second cousin. So okay. the 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 the, right. the guy who did the Pavlov experiments is canon in the Sonic universe and is Eggman's second cousin. He's a robot you made. Just make him like bananas. That too. He steals Sally in this episode and just does a King Kong. Okay. He falls in love with I mean, Sally. You, ha- you have to. But and this was back in grad school? No, this is later. Since grad school, he's been looking for him because he escaped after oh. he made him. The ape escaped. <laughs> okay. And so he's been trying to track him down. And, he, uh, uh, and apparently the giant ape carved much of the landscape of Mobius because uh, it shows why he's like, of course a giant ape made all the landscape. Why do you think things are named the things they are? And then it shows like a sign, you know, the like different arrow sign where it's like, this way to all the different things and all yeah. the landmarks are like giant footprint and like uh ape cavern so i guess like all the landscape in mobius was carved by this great ape doing a rampage i mean that's pretty metal honestly it's pretty sweet also <laughs> presumably this would have happened like 40 years ago Something so that's that. pretty recent yeah no it, he did an apocalypse Anyway, he does a King Kong and he falls in love with Sally. And in this episode, Sally's like, sorry, ape, I'm seeing someone else. So here it's revealed that Sally <gasps> and Sonic are dating. Oh, wow. Canonically. Oh, yeah, my OTP. Exactly. So that was an episode where a lot happened. Wasn't a very good episode, I would say. <laughs> but we get to see OTP we get together. to see Robotnik as a grad student, and he's the same, except his mustache is just a little pencil mustache. <laughs> and he'll be back later. The grad student grad Robotnik. Grad student Robotnik? Yeah. Okay. Um, he'll be back later. I know. Yeah. We also learn from this that the kingdom of Eggcorn uh, used to be sort of the ruler of the land of Mobius and isn't anymore. Um, and so Sally is presumably should be the princess of like the the planet. Sure. But That's isn't. I remember she's her like, being called. Was she's princess like Sally. a freedom fighter instead. Yeah, so there's yeah. something. Oh, there's something there. And um, also a mysterious orb pro- falls from the sky in this episode. So it's just an orb. From Probably the sky. not good. Just an orb. An orb. Okay. Um, and then they and then Sonic gets it. He has an orb now. This is seriously, I was like, I'm going to sound like an insane person because this is like if a 12 year old wrote 
a this, story and was just like, and then I mean, a giant monkey. You a lot of it all so far. Is. Like you told me you were going to sound like an insane person, and I was like, ah, we always say that and about I'm like, the episode. I know I'm charging through it, but like, there's no context that makes this make sense. <laughs> like, I there, I'm, I promise I trust, you, I'm not. I trust. I'm not glossing over any like important details. Like this is just it. This is what what happens for a while. I trust that. So. The orb is where we're at now. In the post-credits scene of this episode, what? Sally's apparently teacher from when she was a child, who taught, who did the thing where she's like, I will teach you all you need to know of the world. Here, take this egg corn from my hand. And then it would all, she would always like yeah, snatch yeah, it back, yeah. that kind of thing. And then she's like, you're not ready yet to be the princess. But okay. Her teacher shows up and she goes, Oh, I'm gonna die. But before I do, you it's time for you to become the leader of this land. I do. And then she puts out her hand and the eggcorn's in her hand and then Sally like kicks her hand and the eggcorn pops up and she grabs it and she's like, yes, you're ready. And then she dies. So oh. Sally's teacher is revealed and then says that it's time for her to take her rightful place as ruler and then dies. Cool. Uh, in the notes here for this one, I put Sonic and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, Sonic travels the multiverse and realizes that there's a bunch of different versions of him. Hell yeah. Most of them are superhero versions that are ripping off other things like, like there's, I don't know, Top Hat Sonic and like Wolverine Sonic and like Spider-Man Sonic. And one of them is just Sonic, but he's like the Human Torch Sonic where he's just on fire, okay. which that one's really scary to me. Um <laughs> But there's all sorts of Sonics over all the lands. But there's also Robotniks over all of the lands. Uh, so what do we know about the orb? Well, it came from space. It was like a shooting star. But it was actually sent here by an evil Robotnik. In fact, it was sent there and it pops, revealing that inside was evil Sonic. He was a ball inside of the orb, and then the orb pops open, and Sonic is evil. Sonic is there with Fascist his Sonic? yeah, with his yeah. with his leather vest and his. How his long did sunglasses. he spend in there before he revealed that? Um, like an episode or two. And they were just like, "Cool, an orb. I'm gonna yeah. take it everywhere." Well, well, uh, Rotor was doing experiments on it. He was like. I think that this orb is not the actual form of this thing. I think the orb is just protecting what's inside. And okay. they're like, that's cool. And then they just do other stuff for a while. <laughs> oh, okay. So it, tur it turns out that it it's evil Sonic. And, and he was so in the orb. evil Sonic is leading one of the evil Robotniks' armies of evil robots to take over the multiverse. And so okay. the Sonics all get together and realize that they need to work together as a bunch of epic Sonics to defeat this evil Sonic and Robotnik that threatens all their worlds. Great. So uh, Robotnik makes a giant Robotnik bot to like oppress all of the universes. Uh, but the Sonics all put aside their differences. They beat evil Sonic and they're able to destroy the big evil robot by taking it apart because apparently it was made of many jigsaw pieces of evil robot and they just took it oh, all apart with their fast sonic powers. That's fun. Yeah, they did like a they did like a 1 million sonic spin attack right. and destroyed it. It was pretty epic. <laughs> 1 million of the ball but with the face <laughs> it on it. It's exactly that. Oh. <laughs> 
That's so frightening. It's very scary. Okay. <laughs> so they do all that, and then the Robotnik and the Robotnik Prime realizes that all these are like puzzle pieces. He could just put them back together, and he's like, "Ha ha ha! I'm gonna put this back I'll together." Use some glue. This that time. that's that Robotnik worked together with the Legion of Sonics because he didn't want to get conquered by the more evil Robotnik sure. that was doing that. But then after they defeated him, it was kind of all bets are off, and he's like, "I'm gonna I'm going to assemble this and use what? it for my own thing." Yeah. And so the Sonics were like, "All right, well, we'll take pieces of the Robotnik robot and." every Sonic will take a piece back to their dimension and will split up the robot so that it's not a problem. So it's not a problem anymore. They dis- dismantled the giant robot, the evilest Robotnik robot. And he's robo-Robotnik, by the way. I don't know. Like, oh. He's from a universe where Robotnik realized he had to undergo the roboticizing process in order to defeat Sonic, which means that Robotnik yeah. is not yeah. a robot. Yeah. Which means he just drinks motor he oil. He just drinks <laughs> motor oil, yeah. So that that one was a bit of a shock for me. You can imagine <laughs> I really was surprised when I learned that he wasn't a robot, but he <laughs> is sometimes, like with Robo-Robotnik. Yes. So oh, Robo-Robotnik is... a disgusting man. Robo-Robotnik <laughs> is defeated, and his robot is scattered across the multiverse, and all is well, and the evil Sonic is is defeated and sent back to his universe also, so... Great job, Sonics. The the good Sonics won the day. Fucking, they do so many terrible stories in their games. No. They could so easily just be like, we're doing the, oh no, Robotnik is going through all the different dimensions to put together Robo. You, Robo. you then, say then that they'd that's have what to the do new Netflix series is. It's, they'd have to do the orb. It's Sonic and the multiverse of Sonic. There's like pirate Sonic and like... <laughs> I like that. Yeah, and like future cyberpunk Sonic and all that stuff. So you're not too far off. They're getting to that point. Don't worry. All right. Awesome. Um, Thank God. So after this, Sally kind of goes and does like a side mission by herself. And she meets a skunk named Jeffrey St. Jean. And he apparently was the Secret Service. Like he was the old King's Guard. And he was like, Oh Sally, you're still alive. We we thought we we were the an underground resistance. We thought that everyone from the royal family was gone. And she's like, "We're an underground resistance. That's crazy." And no he's way. Like, and he's like, "Oh, well, we've been keeping a pretty low profile. That's probably why you haven't heard of us." We have not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, um, she meets Jeffrey Saint John, and he's important because he's going to come back later. As a love interest. That's what I figured you were going to say. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got to look up skunk. He's a skunk. He looks like a Sonic. he looks like a Sonic character who's a skunk. Also, Weird. Sonic says he can smell him, so I think he does smell like a skunk also. Oh, gross. It's episode 21, and Sonic is looking amazing. They did an amazing job for episode 21 because they are trying to set some shit up. Okay. Uh, there's going to be a bunch of wacky random just like comic book stuff that happens i know that what happened previously all seems like a bunch of one-off bullshit but here's some more we we Uh, can skip the worst of the one-off bullshit by the way we don't have to do that well the problem is in this one robotnik creates a robot that morphs like the terminator and terminator 2 with like the metal thing and that's pretty awesome it's supposed to learn and grow it has robotnik's intelligence but it has sonic's like ambition 
like his like okay. never quit attitude. And it's supposed to learn how to defeat Sonic. It's like a learning robot. And it keeps fighting Sonic until it learns that it doesn't need Robotnik anymore. And then it kind of just ascends uh, and, <laughs> and just goes off into space. Yeah, what? <laughs> if Robotnik wants to defeat Sonic, he needs a not quite true AI because that right. one will just, then it's realize, just like, why am I? Wait, wait, why am I chasing a fucking hedgehog? Wait a minute, this is stupid. Exactly that. Um, <clears throat> the robot, the robot is named Eve, uh, and uh, before before it ascends, it kills Robotnik because it sees Robotnik as like a slave owner. Oh my god! <laughs> and then it just goes into space. Wait, so from now on, Robotnik's dead. Oh my! Robotnik was destroyed. Robotnik's dead. The robot that he made (laughs) by the the AI that he created. Okay, so Robo Robotnik from the other universe. Uh huh. He was very evil. Yeah. He built a space station that he was going to use to do evil stuff, but it was quote unfinished. When he was defeated by the Legion of Sonics. His head, the head of Robo Robotnik, remained intact and was able to flee back to his universe and go back to the satellite. The head of Robo Robotnik was able to pull Robotnik from his universe as he was being zapped, killed by Eve, the robot he created, and was able to reconstitute him in his universe in, in the satellite to do science stuff. And then Robotnik was like, cool, I'm alive again. I can go finish what I started. And Robo Robotnik, who was his enemy before, was like, go get that fucking hedgehog. (laughs) So he sends him back to Mobius Prime. And so Robotnik is not dead. He's he's back. Did he reconstitute him as a human? Okay. He said that he was flung across mul- the multiverse. So I don't know if he, like, I don't know if the robot, like, lasered him and killed him. I think it just, like, put him somewhere else, I guess. Okay. Sure. I, I don't, it's pretty. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So Robotnik's back because <laughs> Robo Robotnik reconstituted him after his robot killed him, so- kind of. Did that last a whole one comic episode. or yeah, it was one. Yeah, it okay. was it was between episodes. Okay, it, it was like okay. the the he died, and then the next comic was like the shadow of evil, and then on the cover it was like who could it be, and then underneath it was like well based on the outline, it's just like Robotnik. Yeah, okay. so like yeah. it it wasn't a lot of suspense. So that happens. Um, okay. There's an episode where Karheem, the space collector, comes. And Carson. just collects them and puts them into like a you know a human zoo kind of thing. Okay, yes, yeah, okay. comic ripoffs. Yeah, and then they have to work together. Like Sonic and Eggman have to work together to like get out. And then mm-hmm. it, Car they make Carheem realize that what he's doing is wrong, and then they just put him back. Okay, so, so that happened. He just goes to space from a space that collector. Happens. Um, there's an episode where the anti Sonic team comes back from their universe because again. The, the the universal highway that exists between yeah, all universes is just easily easy, traversable. Easy, yeah, you could just. So they just show up, and then that's the one where I said they're going undercover. So they like take all their clothes off, and it's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just kind of go fuck shit up, and then everyone gets mad at the regular Sonic team because they're like, "Why are you fucking shit up?" And then they're yeah. like, "Wait a second, 
it must be the evil Sonic. And this part it has I, to be. This part I have to talk about because they're like, how do we? <laughs> this is this is gonna sound insensitive to the Romani people, and I just want you to know that I am just reporting the news. I okay. support the Romani movement, but Sonic and his friends realize that the anti-Sonic team are running amok. And so they brainstorm a way to trick the anti-Sonic team so into like a trap of theirs. And the trick they come up with is to dress themselves up as humble traveling, as they say, gypsies. Uh-huh. Because they know that the anti-Sonic team will want to just come fuck up a gypsy camp. <laughs> what the actual they, fuck? They, they know that this is the case. And so they create this ruse. And of course, the anti-Sonic team comes up and says, wait a second, we hate those guys. Let's go fuck their camp up. And then the Sonic team tear off their disguises, which are traditional Romani uh-huh, guard. Right. And then they're traditional spirit Halloween guard. Yeah, exactly. And then they, you know, sort of capture them. And they're like, ha ha, you fell for our trap. So. Oh, Oh my God. That happens. Okay. While. Wait. What the fuck? (laughs) I don't know why they did that. I, I, I like there is no lead up to that. They just. Did that. That's just, I mean, it's just so self-obvious, right? Like, what would be the trickiest thing that we could do? And this is, okay, so this is not the weirdest part of the episode. This is the end of the episode. the weirdest part? But while the- Please tell me it's the most offensive part. It's the most offensive part. Okay, thank you. While the Sonic, so while the anti-Sonic team was running around being assholes, where was the regular Sonic team? Well, they were on a mission. Okay. Because Rotor has been working on- interdimensional travel because apparently they need to go somewhere that the interdimensional highway can't get to. So, Rotor was working on a machine that, and I quote from the article, a machine to pierce the zone of silence where Robotnik has banished King Eggcorn. So... This is a King lot. Acorn is the is in the zone of silence. Yeah, this is a lot to unpack. But I guess Robotnik overthrew King Acorn, okay. Sally's dad, and banished him to a place called the Zone of Silence, a place where I guess you need some sort of technological wormhole portal to get to. Uh huh. And the team is trying to get there, but they don't want Sally to know that because they failed. Apparently, they were. Quote, only able to get to negative reality. They couldn't get to the zone of silence. So they were attempting to pierce the zone of silence, but only got as far as the negative reality, which I don't know if that necessarily means the evil Sonic land or if that's just a different thing, but that's what they were doing while all this was happening. It's just kind of the photo colors are swapped. Yeah, Uh, I'm unsure. We need to go to, to... applauded a praised and beautiful episode 25 because episode 25 is a big one not only for the characters introduced but it is the start of like a real actual long-running plot is there a chow garden yeah there's eight chow gardens (laughs) but you have to plug in your nintendo to the comic 
Uh, okay. your, your Game Boy, technically. Yeah, I like in that. In order to get to it. But, no. Episode 25, and the visuals are amazing. The art, high and above anywhere else the art has been so far. And we are introduced to a new character, a young Amy Rose with her uh, patented three spikes of hair. Uh, this is this is child Amy Rose. I like you know that Amy Rose is yeah, from the yeah, game yeah. with her like hoop skirt. Yeah. yeah. There's also so child cute. Amy Rose, which has her little like tutu, and she's like a she's like a child. Right. Yeah. This is not a a, a character you can sexualize. You have to wait for her to become the. The yeah, video need, game one mm-hmm, to do she, that. She, you need to kind of like groom her into something. Well, where you she's say like, that, Ethan. <laughs> or she's like 13. But apparently, Amy Rose is Sonic's child pen pal. She writes to Sonic. What? And Sonic returns her letters. Whoa. Nuh-uh. Amy, Amy loves Amy loves Sonic. I know that. She's his biggest fan. And he's encouraged. It. And I guess he's encouraged it. They're pen pals. <laughs> They're pen pals. Ooh. Yeah, it's rough. Wow. Ooh. So maybe look at that again. But listen. No. Uh, Amy is there and she's like, Sonic, you're so cool. You're my favorite hero. Um, and Eggman intercepts one of these letters and he's like, I'm going to kidnap this child. <laughs> <laughs> as sure. bait for Sonic. Literal bait. Like yeah. jail yeah. bait for Sonic. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's rough. Uh, but there's another character who's introduced in this episode, which is less weird because it's Mecha Sonic and not yeah. Pseudo Sonic right. from previous one. But this is actual Mecha Sonic. Hell yeah. Who will and make an appearance Metal many Sonic. times in the game. Um, it is Metal Sonic. Oh, okay. But right now he's called Mecha Sonic, but okay. he will be Metal Sonic eventually because okay. it is the exact same design as Metal Sonic. I got you. So, uh, the big upshot from this episode, Eggman steals uh, Amy and Tails and is like, get over here, Hedgehog, and they tricks him to like race Mecha Sonic. And then Sonic is like, okay, and then he races so fast that Mecha Sonic's legs melt from how fast they're going. Nice. But Sonic wins. Classic. Uh-huh. And then so wait, so he kidnapped both of them. Yeah, first he kidnapped Amy, and then Tails. Tr- <laughs> first he kidnapped Amy, and he says, "I have this Not girl." Enough. And Sonic said, "Whatever, whatever. whatever. I don't care." <laughs> Kinda. No. It's just my pen pal. Tails. Tails was supposed For to go do a recon mission, uh-huh. and then he flew too close, and then they captured him. Okay. Because in this in so far, Tails is also like a little kid. He's not like a genius, really. He does know how to make a, an airplane, but he is mostly just like a little kid who just kind of idolizes he's Sonic. He's only three and a half years old. Yeah, he's he's just a baby. Um, but Sonic saves both of them, and uh, those two characters are in the canon now. Except Mecha Sonic is just is kind of dead because he got <laughs> melted. But Amy's there. She Neat. she exists. Um. Sonic gets amnesia from hitting his head. Robotnik tricks him into attacking his friends. Um, they eventually cure him of his amnesia. Tails is still really mad that Sonic attacked them. So he runs away and he falls in love with a 
girl, like a fox girl, and then it turns out the fox girl was a robot made by Robotnik no. to seduce Tails. Oh, and so I join will, my side, Tails. I can make the sexiest. Robot. I, I was gonna say he's like, I will make cute little fox girl to seduce yeah. the fox boy. That is what happened, and he falls for it. But then I guess Robotnik didn't waterproof her, which seems like an oversight. But uh, he. Uh, figures it out eventually and then he does his own side mission where he goes around the world and figures some things out um sonic meets the last of the dragons there's dragons and sonic meets oh. the last of them <laughs> they said there were dragons there were there were more dragons one. but now <laughs> there's only dragon. there were only there were more dragons but now okay. there's only one and sonic is friends with them okay, okay. um the skunk is back Right, uh, yeah. And he has What's Rome, his name? Joffrey? Um, uh, Jeff, Joffrey Saint-Jean. Joffrey Saint-Jean. Um, he's making out with Sally. He's like, oh. And, uh, okay, wait, we're crazy enough. Really? You have to, yeah, does yeah. He, is he actually macking on Sally? Yes. And okay. there is as much preamble as I have given to you guys. It's just happening at the start of an episode. Okay, yeah, And nice. then you're like, oh. And Sonic's like, Sally's just doing that to make me jealous because she loves me, obviously. Uh -huh. Okay. So that's a thing. You know, you know what could make her jealous if I was if, kissing someone if, even younger. Ugh. <laughs> uh, great. Um, okay. Let's talk about Uncle Chuck. Uncle uh, yeah. Chuck is a robot who has been forced to be a janitor for a robot this whole time. <laughs> He's just sweeping <laughs> as a robot. <laughs> So we don't have like a Darth Vader. Okay. I was imagining a Darth Vader situation here when you when you laid this down earlier. I was imagining a little bit of like, if only you could understand Sonic. Nope. Uh, he's nope. Just he's just a janitor. <laughs> um, Robotnik wants to do an experiment on him in order to make him more useful. Janitor? I guess. Um, his lab assistant Snively is like, we shouldn't do that. He's our most efficient robot. And he's like, no, I need him <laughs> as better leverage for Sonic or something. So they do an experiment on Uncle Chuck, Robo Uncle Chuck. Um, and the experiment is a failure. But through the experiment, Robo Chuck regains his sense of self within his robot body. And so he remembers that he has his nephew Sonic and wants to help him. Um, and so he's out there getting ready to help his boy. So Uncle Chuck okay. is there. And he's a robot, but he remembers himself. So, but okay. he's, for now, did he immediately run away, or is he undercover sweeping still? He's, 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 he's trying to be like an insider agent right okay. now. Okay. So there's that. Um, the plot of Knuckles' Chaotix happens, which I'm not going to go into. But the video game Knuckles Chaotix happens. There's a video game called Knuckles Chaotix? Yeah, it's a really weird game where you play as two people and you're connected via a ring line. And it introduces such amazing characters as Charmy B. And, oh, the B. Uh, and Espio, the chameleon. Right, and yeah. uh, the crocodile guy. And the crocodile guy. The crocodile guy who looks terrible. 
in these because they didn't give him big arms yet. They gave him skinny noodle arms like oh. Sonic, but they still put it on his frame. Oh, I like that. So they're just like stuck into him and he's cool. just got like noodle arms. <laughs> that sounds awesome. It reveals that there is a land apart from the the mainland of Mobius that we know called the Downunda. Which is where yeah. I come from the Which is where all of the Australian Mobians <laughs> live. Yeah. So like Espio and the crocodile does, and does like there's a koala. Does Robotnik Aww. ever threaten the down under? Is he just kinda like, I don't give a shit about he that? He does. Place. He's that's a hellhole. He has a crocobot called Crocbot that he sent to the down under. Um also Robotnik's main force of robots, his sort of like stormtroopers, are known as SWAT bots, which I think is really funny mm -hmm. um, because that's a thing you do is SWAT bot people. And this came out in the 90s. Um, but in the Down Under, he also has SWAT bots, but they, for some reason, are more like military themed and wear like camo and camo hats, even though the SWAT bots in Mobius are just like robots, like humanoid okay. robots. So, I don't know. I guess he's really got his thumb down on the down under. Sure, yeah. Uh, anyway, that all exists, and Knuckles is doing that. Um, the only reason I bring that up is because, remember, I talked about the Ken Penders thing and all the Knuckles side stuff? This yeah. is when that is happening, is Knuckles uh, is, like, learning his family tree and the history of the echidnas. Knuckles is the last echidna right. for for reference and so he has all this like mystical bullshit all right uh we're done talking about knuckles the echidna so we're we're getting to the end of it now i know we need sort of a a big wrap up for this whole thing and like i said this represents the era of sonic that was between episodic and this like long you know sort of running canon arc thing that they were trying to do so everyone marks a, a an an arc a four episode arc called Endgame as like the the epitome of this early Sonic, uh, early Sonic comics. Like this was the good stuff, according to people. So all of that stuff happened. Still, we don't have any like retcons or anything yet. But we come in to this big Endgame arc. So to start off. Sonic and the others are still trying to get Sally's dad out of the Zone of Silence. They're eventually able to get into the Zone of Silence, where they find a sort of big, strong knight man who looks like not from this series. He looks like he is a... He looks like he's from Sonic and the Black Knight, but okay. like the oh. knight part of that as yeah, opposed to the right. Sonic part of that. And then... He's like defending the zone of silence when they when they come into it, and they're like, "Oh, chili dogs! How, uh, how? What are we gonna do?" And then they fight him, and as they fight him, they knock his helmet off, and they they reveal on this like photorealistic man body the head of King Acorn. He oh. is the knight. He's forgotten who he is. He's been stuck in the zone of silence for so long, and he is, uh. He's crazy. He doesn't remember his daughter. He doesn't remember his daughter. He doesn't know who Sonic is, who he knew Sonic when he was a little lad. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, he doesn't remember anything. Um, and they're like, we have, to get the, we have to get the king out of the zone of silence because if we can restore the king, then we can restore the land. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sure, like Arthurian bullshit. Okay. Flash flashback because King Acorn is reliving the same series of events in this like mind hell that he's created for himself within the zone of silence. And so we're getting a flashback. <laughs> oh my God. And it's, it's the, it's King Acorn. And he's like, Hmm, things are going well. Wouldn't you say my warlord master? And then he looks over and there is Robotnik. And he says, Hmm, yes. He's like, his name is like Julius or some shit. And then he goes, Hmm. Yes, I think things are going so well, Your Highness, perhaps we don't even need a standing army anymore. I think you should get rid of all of our army because we live in a time of peace and prosperity. And he goes, hmm, my chief warlord, which is, I think, his like literal <laughs> official title. He's like, I think you're right. We should dismantle the entire army on, on your command. And he's like, mm, yes, yes, my king, I will have it so. And so... He dismantles. The I think we should be totally defenseless. <laughs> and so he dismantles his whole. <laughs> what? What? Are the down under going to attack us? It's fine. <laughs> and so he dismantles his whole army. And then he goes, hmm, now that the army is dismantled, it would be a shame if a giant robot army invaded us. And it's like, what? What's happening, oh, my no. minister of war, warlord man? And he's like, you can call me Robotnik now, and I control this world. And I know I'm doing a coup, but instead of killing you, I'm going to banish you to the zone of silence. And he goes, no. <laughs> and so he throws him into the zone of silence. And that is how Eggman he took over the entire world. But By overthrowing one king? Well, <laughs> perhaps we need to go even further back. Oh. Do you remember when Eggman was a graduate student? <laughs> <laughs> vaguely, vaguely. <laughs> he made he was, the giant monkey. He was cast out of his homeland. Apparently, there are a whole race of humanoid people, uh -huh. not exactly like Eggman, but very similar. They probably don't drink motor oil. They look like anime boys and girls. Oh, I like that. Oh. And they cast him out. In fact, they're ugly. called the Overlanders, I guess. Okay. And they they chased him out of the city for his radical ideas. They say, get on, get. And he was down in, literally down in the mud, not knowing where to go. When two people, two humanoid hedgehogs came along and said, look at this pitiful overworlder. He is tossed out even by his own kind. And one goes, we should take him in. He could be an ally against the overworlders. And the other goes, but the overworlders never are against their own kind. What kind of menace could this be? And the first one says, we are not them. We must be better. And then it is revealed that this overworlder is one Charles the Hedgehog. Chuck the <laughs> Hedgehog Chuck. for short. He's the one, him and his wife, Jules, who found Eggman cast aside by his own society and brought him in to the court of King Eggcorn. And he said, hmm, you know how the Overlanders think. You know what they do. You would be a great asset. 
as the chief warlord to my council as long as you help me take back this land from the overworlders. And he said, yes, I will help get revenge on those who have wronged me. The overworlders are very dangerous. They released a giant monkey on us a while ago. <laughs> and so that's how Robotnik became the chief warlord of King Eggcorn and eventually betrayed him and used his position to take over all of the lands, first defeating the other overworlders and then defeating the Mobians with his robot army, using his roboticizer to turn creatures into robots to join his robot army, and then creating Robocity, the place that used to be Mobocity, where the, Moba, the Mobians used to live in peace, but now it is all taken over, and King Acorn was flung into the zone of silence. But... Fortunately, Sonic was able to retrieve the king from the Zone of Silence, and they were able to bring him back into the Prime Mobius world. But the king, in a state of shock and reliving this moment over and over in his head, could not exist in the Prime Universe in his current state, and so he began to crystallize for some fucking reason. What? He became a big <laughs> king crystal. And so the Sonic team had to come up with a way to restore the king to his proper health. And that is where Endgame begins, because that is oh just what happens God. to start Endgame. All right? Are you with this, me, Ethan? This is why children are bullied. Wait, so so Eggman took over the Overlanders just kind of in his downtime then? He did it as the as the as the chief yeah, yeah. warlord used, of the, the Mobians, Mobians to oh. destroy because the they are canonically more powerful. Like they have so better he just abilities. Was like we should kill the Overla Overland. Yes, uh -huh. and he did that. Yeah. There's a, there is a panel that has like anime human people fighting against. Sonic people. Yeah, I mean, once, in a big head-to-head -head war. Once the Sonic people had the technology of hedges, it was really all over. <laughs> they could hide behind them. That's fair. I mean, maybe we'll talk about it in a future episode. I don't know. Hey, if you want to hear, if you wanna, no one wants you, to hear, if that. you want to force me to read more Sonic, because again, I read all of them. I listen, know what happened. Listen, I. There's, I think that so I think you okay, you underestimate the amount of like you thought I was just saying a bunch of random bullshit and then in this arc in this thing I'm going to describe it all th comes together it, there's nothing left from the cutting room floor they picked it all up and turned it into sausage <laughs> like there's not a single scrap that they did not scourge well, please, all right. please begin I I I just want to say I we should probably try to end it here. When we did the Resident Evil series, a series that people like really like, like after the first episode, nobody watched. I'll cut we out. are not doing multiple Archie comics. Not, Sonic not back to back, but I think of <laughs> I think eventually people are gonna come back and realize that this is probably one of the best episodes because this is when I realized that literally anyone can write 
anything and then you can and then and then you can make that into the like a like it's a multi multi-billion dollar series you can just make that the canon for that and then just do a do-over and it's, it's, it's yeah. fine like you can do whatever you want like i could replace you with a golden monkey right now and just put it in your chair and just have it go oh, oh, oh banana and then like and then eventually if i just kept pushing that narrative people would be like that's just what it's always been like there's no other way it's it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel insane. It's insane. Okay. So, the Freedom Fighters <laughs> want to defeat Robotnik. They want their land back. Okay. There's another group of Freedom Fighters <laughs> called the Wolf Pack. I don't Ooh. know. They, they're just wolves and cats. Ah, cool. They also want their land back, I guess. They're Freedom Fighters also. They're going to work together with the Freedom Fighters and do one huge frontal assault onto Eggman, and they're going to like topple him. They're gonna like beat him once and for all. Yeah, this is a big epic battle that we've been building up to this whole arc. Okay. Okay. So before this happens, the king is revived. He's he's he. They figured out how to fix him. There's a doctor who's a duck. He's named Doctor Quack, which is very funny. <laughs> and yeah. he he also kind of looks like Howard the Duck, which is whatever. But <sighs> he he's I guess the family physician for the acorns for like since Sally was a baby. He's like I delivered you as a baby. Okay. And then I delivered you as a baby. He, said, I he turned, says that like I I don't. Know I why. turned My your wings. father back from a crystal. Well, yeah. He, so he's like he's like. Your father's good now. I, uh, he's, he's fine, and he wants to talk to you. Penicillin. And so, and so, and so Sally goes and talks to him, and, sh- and she's like, what's up, well, what's up Dad? Like, what, like, I'm glad you're better. What, what, uh, what's happening? And he's like, Sally, I think that there is a traitor within the Freedom Fighters, and I am certain in my heart that it is Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> The title character. <laughs> and Sally goes, no, this can't be. <laughs> like, Dad, Dad, this literally Fuck. can't be. It's called Father, Sonic you, the Hedgehog, Dad. Don't you understand? Sonic is a noble hero. And he goes, no. He, he is a snake. He's a spy. And you can't trust him. Sally, please look at me, Sally, my sweet girl. Do not trust Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay. And she goes, I'll keep an eye out for it, Dad. And it's like, that's all I can, that's all I can ask for. Thank you. So Sally is wary of Sonic, but she and Sonic and Jeffrey, who there's a lot of tension there because yeah, the, yeah. they're all, mm-hmm. you know, they want to be with Sally. But they, the three of them go because they're like the strongest fighters, except for the rabbit who has yeah. little robot powers. Okay. But she hangs Whatever. back. <laughs> okay. Um, they, they attack the... You know, they attack head on and there's like this whole battle and it's like chaos is going on. And then the three of them are there, but the rest of the team does hang back. But they do a recon squad under the order of the king because he says, I don't trust Sonic. I think that he's a traitor. And they go, there's no way Sonic's a traitor. We all know Sonic's not a traitor. So we're just going to hang back and watch and make sure that he doesn't do any traitor stuff. But whatever. So the three of them go and attack along with the wolf pack, who's, again, also doing like a frontal attack. Yeah, sure, sure. So they're all working together and fighting all the robots, all the SWAT bots. And then 
the people, the, the freedom fighters who are hanging back, they're using their binoculars to look over the battlefield and they see Sally is climbing up a rope to go up towards a building. And then there's Sonic at the top of the rope. And he's like, come on, Sally, climb up the rope. And then she's like, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then Sonic takes out the most cartoonish looking switchblade I've ever seen, which is like a little tiny, like little knife. And then he's just cutting. Oh. And then he cuts the rope and Sally's like, no. Oh. And Sally falls to her death. <gasps> Sally is no more. Sally dies? And Sonic the Hedgehog cut the rope that Sally was climbing up and betrayed her and then just disappears into the fray. And everyone's like, oh. Sonic betrayed us. <laughs> so Sonic. Oh. Sonic. And so we cut away to a mournful scene where Dr. Quack is like, like oh, he, li no. he literally like shakes his head and everyone's like, oh, <laughs> oh no. And Sally is dead. He writes, he literally writes a death certificate for her. Oh my. And then we cut away to another scene. Sonic is fighting Robotnik. He's like, <laughs> Robotnik, let's see if you can deal with this. And he's like dodging lasers and all that stuff. And then Robotnik's like, hmm, Sonic, you little piece of shit. I'll have my day. And then he like, you know, escapes. Yeah. Because he's a villain. Yeah, sure, sure. And then Sonic runs back to the, to the, the airplane you know, that they all came in on because he wants to get a ride back and they just leave without him. And he's like, what the deal? I, I, this, is, this is not way past cool. He does say way past cool a lot. But he's like, this is not way past cool. I'm going to just run back to the base because I'm, right, yeah, I'm yeah. really fast. Honestly, it's slower for me to take the plane, but I just, I enjoy the company. So everyone's mourning Sally's death. And then Sonic runs in and he's like, whoa, why does everyone look so sad? I fought Eggman. It was awesome. And then they're like, Sonic. You're under arrest for treason. It's <laughs> not for murder. Well, for 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 bad. For treason again. And I I didn't bring this up because this is even more stuff that doesn't matter, but he was arrested for treason before. Okay. Because well, not the first time. Well, because a robot Sonic was doing a bad and then everyone was like, oh, Sonic and whatever. Okay. It's fine. This is like the third time he's been arrested for treason. Okay. Sure, yeah. But he's like, what? I didn't kill Sally. Sally's dead? Oh my God, let me see her. And they're like, no, Sonic, you are a monster. And so they do a trial, which is fucking bananas. <laughs> it's, a, it's a kangaroo court. Like the, the people <laughs> on the court are literally kangaroos. Oh. So I like that. Okay, yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then they just hold up signs, like, you know, instead like, eight nine instead of that they just do like guilty they flip up yeah, a sign that says wow. guilty so that's really good and then they send sonic to uh the the slave mines in the down under which i guess exists oh, oh. okay so yeah i mean yeah the down under is not a great place to live <laughs> it would seem yeah maybe there's no there's no good guys in this one huh yeah. so the mobians are not really like yeah our heroes they, they... <laughs> all right a bunch of other stuff happens, but I'm not going to talk about all of it. But what I want to talk about is Sonic gets imprisoned in the Down Under. Uh-huh. He escapes from sure. the Down Under. And very fast. The, right. But he's being chased down by the skunk, J uh -huh. George. Jeffrey? Joff Joffrey. Joffrey Le Pew. And he... <laughs> is he hates him. He's like, you killed the woman I loved. And he's like, you loved her? I loved her, <sighs> idiot. And they're like fighting. 
and he's like running away and he's like i have to get out of here but i there's no way out and like he's in this like rough terrain where he can't run full speed and it's all it's all shitty and he's like there's nothing i can do he goes this fight will drag on dragon and then he whistles to the sky because if you fucking remember if you whistle sonic the hedgehog is friends with the last dragon in the land and so he whistles to the sky with a quote vibration so high that only he as sonic the hedgehog could form it with his fast air Okay. But he summons the dragon <laughs> he, from that previous adventure. He did he did that thing that you do as a kid. But he did it so fast. And the and the dragon comes and it's like, "What's up, Sonic the Hedgehog?" And he's like, "We got to get out of here. I'm on the lamb." And they go, "Whatever, anything for you, Sonic. Anything." I'm and a so dragon. They, fuck it. They fly away. Where do they fly? Angel Island. Of course. Yep, yep. They go to I'm Angel with Island you right now. Uh-huh. And then when they're on Angel Island, Sonic is like, he just starts fighting Knuckles because the two of them just fight whenever they meet. Okay. He's like, you're trespassing on Angel Island, you fucking hedgehog. And then they start fighting. And then the fucking skunk paraglides in. <laughs> and he's like, I put a tracker on your handcuffs, Sonic the Hedgehog. So I knew you were here. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna fight too. And it's a three-way fight. These all three of them are just fighting for no reason. Okay. And then the dragon is out of the fight for some reason because they just could push to the side. Yeah, and the yeah, three yeah. of them are fighting. It's not his like, business. You don't understand. I got framed. He's like, you killed the woman I love. And, and Knuckles is like, what are you guys doing on my get island? Get out of my island. <laughs> they're fighting. And then the dragon wakes up. Fire over the field. And says, everyone stop fighting. I'm sick of this. And then they walk up and they say, Sonic is not guilty. Sonic was framed for the crime of killing Sally Acorn. And everyone stops. And the crowd is hushed. And why is that? Because as as Knuckles, there is, there's there's Knuckles and there's the skunk, and then there's the army of guys coming to to apprehend Sonic. And all of them are silent. They all paraglided in. They all paraglided. (laughs) They're all trespassing. (laughs) They're all trespassing, they all paraglided. And then the crowd is silent. Sonic says, It's true what the dragon says. I was framed. And then Knuckles says, and we all know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get emotional. I think of this part. And then Knuckles says, we all know this is true because dragons cannot lie. <laughs> <laughs> and the skunk goes, yes, we all know that dragons cannot speak lies. Any, anything that comes from the lips of a dragon is truth. And so at that point they all stop fighting and they say, Sonic, you were framed for the, the you were framed for this lie. And then we cut away. Wow. Well that was we, we cut resolved away. To, we cut away to Dr. Quack, who's speaking with Eggman's assistant, his his uh his underling, yeah, yeah. Snively. Snively. And Snively says, Listen here. You better do what we say or else your family and he sort of gestures behind him and a bunch uh, like 
a duck family of five is imprisoned in oh, a no. prison. And then the one's going, daddy, daddy. Oh, oh. He's like, if you don't do what we say, your duck family will be no more. And he says, I'll do whatever you want. Just don't hurt them. And he says, oh. you're going to fake Sally Acorn's death. And you're going to say it was Sonic's fault. And he's like, no, Sonic, he's so cool. And he's like, you'll do it and you'll like it. Or we will kill your family. And he's like, okay, I'll do oh. it. I'll tell everyone. <laughs> one that Sally was dead and then we cut away again and it's the wolf and his cat GF you know the wolf from the wolf pack yeah, that yeah, also yeah, yeah. helped the assault Yes. well the wolf has ambitions he wants to be like a duke of Mobius and just sort of get some land for himself okay. and he says he goes to his cat GF who is like I can't believe Sally's dead and he's like you still don't get it you dumb cat do you, you? foolish cat girl we're in game of thrones and then, now and then she's like I don't understand what do you mean and she's like put on the outfit that you wore during our assault and then she puts on this hood that makes her look exactly like Sonic the Hedgehog and then she looks in the mirror and she says but I see I see Snively in the mirror. And he says, exactly. You were given a hood that makes you, A, look like Sonic the Hedgehog because of how it looks, and B, this hood makes everyone you see look like Snively. So I told you to cut the rope because I said that Snively, who's Dr. Robotnik's right-hand man, was dangling from a rope and you needed to cut it so that he couldn't get up. But actually... The person on the rope was Sally Eggcorn, and you looked exactly like Sonic the Hedgehog while you did it, but you didn't know that because you couldn't see your own reflection because the mask wouldn't show it to you. Why would they not just and let the wolf do it? I did it because I wanted control, and I wanted everyone to blame Sonic the Hedgehog for killing Sally Eggcorn. And actually, Sally Eggcorn isn't even dead. Everyone just thinks she's dead, but then the duck faked her what death because she had to and now everyone thinks Sonic killed Sally but everyone now knows that Sonic didn't kill Sally because a dragon said he didn't and dragons cannot lie it's physically impossible for them to lie and now everyone is reconverging and figuring out all this information it's all starting to come together well, no no it's not no it's not it's all starting to come together and so they're all coming back and the duck says I can't take it anymore Sonic she's alive she's alive Sonic you didn't kill her you can defeat Eggman, and so he sends them to go beat Eggman, but Snively, he's angry. He wants control. Eggman owns everything, and Snively is so tired of listening to Eggman just go on and on, so he invents a bomb that's going to send everyone to, quote, the void. I don't know what that is, oh. but I think it's just going to kill them. And then <laughs> yeah. he says, I'm going to send you to the void, and he explodes this bomb with Robotnik and Sonic in it, and then Sonic falls away, but then he just reappears back in regular Mobius and he says what what happened and then and then Rotor's there and he's explaining and he's like well the antimatter bomb that Snively made created a new a new realm a new zone perhaps and that zone exists three hours before all the rest of reality so you fell out of that into a reality three hours before the bomb went off but Robotnik was still in it and he just disappeared he's gone and snively's the one who did it and now sonic you're here and you realize that sally is here and so 
everything's fine. Everything is good. We all realized that it was Robotnik behind everything all along. What? And what? Th- and then <laughs> Sonic is is just fine. He's fine. And then he goes and he's he's living his normal life and then as he's living his normal life his friends start to turn on him. And first it's Sally and she goes, "Oh, I want you dead, Sonic the Hedgehog." And he goes, "What? Why, Sally?" And he runs away and then he realizes Sally's been replaced by a Robo Sally. And then he runs and he goes to Tails. He's like, "Tails, Sally's been replaced by a Robo Sally." And then he's like, "I know, Sonic. I'm a Robo Tails." And then Robo Tails tries to like lift him up and drop him from a billion miles up and then and then he just digs into the earth because he's like, "I'm a hedgehog. I can just dig." Yeah, sure. sure he literally sure. says, "I'm a hedgehog. I burrow. That's what I do." I think you run. And then he, and then, and then, and then Bunny is there and, and he's like, Bunny, what happened? And she's like, they're all gone. Everyone got roboticized by Robotnik. I don't know what to do. And then he's like, are you going to attack me, Bunny? And she's like, yeah, I am. And she attacks him. She's a robot too. And then he's like, what's happening? And his, his, he keeps like seeing images of his uncle. They're like, holograms all around and he's like speaking in tongues and he's like what's happening and then he 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 is like avoiding all his friends he's like going crazy and then robotnik says sonic everyone's gone it's just you and me now just join me sonic there's no need to fight anymore and he goes robotnik i won't join you and then he wakes up and he's surrounded by his friends in a room and his uncle who's a robot is connected via a device to his head to sonic's head and he says sonic you were knocked unconscious and you were in a you were in a fugue state and if you had joined robotnik in your dreams you would have been lost forever but you didn't you survived sonic i helped bring you out with this device that was the devil talking now you're here and sonic goes how did this happen how did i get put into this state and he says someone did this to you sonic Someone has it out for you. And he says, well, it has to be Robotnik. And they say, no, Sonic, Robotnik's gone. He was deleted in the explosion that created the new zone that made three hours ahead and then exploded. (laughs) So he, it wasn't him. There's a new threat. That's where it ends. That's where- Joffrey? That's where (laughs) this arc ends is that Sonic- went through these trials, these alternate reality versions of himself. And remember, I said he got caught in the metaverse before. He even said, he's like, this is familiar to me. Like when I got teleported into the meta space, but it was his uncle projecting into his robot, using his robot mind to project into his, and then his friends were betraying, but only in his mind. And then in his real world though, there was still a villain out at large and everyone was okay from the assault and the wolf went to jail in the down under because they realized his part to play and and everyone else was absolved because they real the truth came out and then it was who is who is this villain who could it be and that's the end of the end game song (laughs) 
<laughs> Sonic lore. You want to do that take again? It's it's like I think if the ancient Greeks were here today, they would listen to the oh, story and they would go, up. "Yeah, <laughs> I like this." I just I, I got lost a long time ago. I don't think I don't think the story is meant to be literal. I think it's like no, no. All right, I let you do it for a while. It's like the Bible. I think the dragons can't lie. That's true. That's just that's how they knew. That's just world building. So that's the end of what comic fifty. That's like fifty two. Okay. And how many are there? Oh, I promised you. I told you. There's two hundred fifty. I promised you. I would tell you about the Genesis. No, I. Well, all of this doesn't matter because right. at a certain point, they realize that the Chaos Emeralds can change reality because okay. they are the Infinity Stones. Uh-huh. A dragon okay. told them, and we therefore yeah. we know it's true. And, it's true. Um, and the people at Sega didn't like that the comic was so disparate from the video game series. Um, so eventually they created what was called the Genesis wave, which is a really fun cause the Genesis uh, like the, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. and okay. the Genesis wave is a form of chaos control that the emeralds can do that can rewrite reality. Uh-huh. And essentially at some point they just had this Genesis wave happen where reality was rewritten to be more in line with the video game series. And so everything that wasn't like super canon with the video games um, got rewritten by uh, magic crystals that could just change history. So Ah. they, in like a very, very literal sense, the Infinity War snapped Sally. Yeah. Well, at the very least, (laughs) at the the very least, they made it so that a lot of the stuff just didn't matter anymore. I was going to say, so they made a canon reason for uh, different timelines. Basically. Yeah, so again, this is all Mobius Prime, but Mobius Prime has to be like the canon Sonic. Uh-huh. And eventually Sonic, you know. They made a canon reason for them to cut things they don't want to use anymore. Well, at first it was just the Genesis wave. And the Genesis wave can change some things, but not all things. It can't like get rid of a person entirely. And so it kind of rewrote history a little bit to bring things back in uh, line with the game. So the bunny girl becomes Rouge the Bat, and you can tell. No, she's still in it, and then Rouge the Bat is also in it, and the Genesis wave kind of like, you know, makes those things. I was going to say, when I was looking at the comment. But the Genesis wave is initiated by one Chaos Emerald, and they realize that if they use more Chaos Emeralds, like all the Chaos Emeralds, they can do an even bigger wave. And then later they did do that with the Super Genesis wave, which reset all of the realities. And this has a lot to do with the crossover event that, that was with <laughs> they the call, Mega Man one. Yeah, they call this one the Dreamcast wave. And because there was a big crossover with Mega Man and the the Sonic realms where uh-huh. Dr. Wily and, yeah, yeah, and yeah, Dr. Yeah. Kentober like got like got together and did an evil plan. And then they made like they made uh because all of the robots in in Mega Man are like blank man like air yeah. man or cutter yeah. man and stuff like that so they did make sonic man which is a robot sonic yeah which is not to be confused with pseudo sonic or mecha sonic or robo sonic yeah or metal sonic 
Um, it's just a different Sonic. So Sonic Man was there, okay. and then there was like Amy, Amy Girl. I think it was like Amy Girl and and Tails Man. Yeah, fuck and it, whatever. Man, and they did all that, and then the Super Genesis Wave came and kind of reset everything again. Um, so none of this mattered. Like it, it's all, it all just kind of gets rewritten. It's there's no like none of none of this is like lore that that is part of, like the Sonic when, Frontier Sonic is not like huh, remember that time when we fought a great ape that was golden that was crazy when i look back on the past i don't want to tell people how many hours because i'm really hoping you cut down in editing i too feel like none of it mattered i think that the main <laughs> takeaway here is that there's you a, can write the story you want to write it there's doesn't a, matter there's a character called knack the weasel and he kidnaps sonic Many times, and he's called Knack the Weasel. Knack, and he has—he's got like an Australian hat. He's from the Down Under. Sure, yeah, oh, yeah, I gotta yeah. look him up. He's—he's he's a good character. Ethan, do you have any final? No, no, questions no. I, about- do you have any final question? I feel like you're the one who really went through the ringer on this one. Do you have any final thoughts? I'm so invested in this. <laughs> I like if I don't get like a bunch of people telling us to do more of this, I'm going to be like really sad because <laughs> I want to keep going. I want to know more. The more I know, the less I n- wish I knew, but the more I must know. Do, uh-huh. you, do you know? And I, I want that greatly for me. I feel like maybe this has become, it's just dematerialized into me just spouting nonsense but it's not i didn't create this in my it's it's like it's madness because mm-hmm. what i say is madness but like mm-hmm. it's not from me i'm just the ch- i'm the channel i feel like those people who are into like cthulhu and who are like i'm not it's not i'm not saying these yeah. things i'm just like a vessel I, for it okay i think i figured it out i think that kent was so invested in this series because he was actually placing a curse where if you read enough of it, you become Kent. Uh-oh. And it's his way of living forever. Ken, Ken and Pender. you're being absorbed right now. His last name is Pender, which sounds close to Pender. Peen, Pen, Penner. And I like that. Lizzie, right. get me off this podcast. <laughs> Lizzie, thank you for joining us. Do you have any socials you want to do? I'd suggest not linking anything to this. <laughs> no one contact me after this. All right. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want to know I don't want to know what you thought. Oh, I do. Please make sure to tweet at Spices With. That is our Twitter. Go to our YouTube. We have a YouTube.com slash at Spices With. We make content there. We have Let's Plays. We'll have more. I promise I'll get around to it. We'll, we're, we're making this podcast. We're doing other content. We have a Twitch, twitch.tv slash cooking with spices, where we play video games and just talk about crazy stuff like this. I do want to thank Gail Kitsune. She did make all of our artwork all around the borders right now and all of our logos. She's just, she's so great. She would never 
she would never sit through all of this. She's better than that. I also want to thank Apajo for our intro and outro songs. They're the only thing tethering me to this mortal plane. The bangers. I bang, therefore I am. I bang her, therefore I am. No. He's gone. He's that's too far gonna, gone. That's going to do it this week This for this sick episode, this... This sickening, sick people episode. I I love you guys. I'm in love with you guys. I hope to see you guys again soon. And in another reality, another sonic reality. But until then, I've been CJ. I've been Ethan Pender. Eat no. I've been Liz. Quick question. Do you think... Sonic has anything to do with the current inflation? Don't look up Sonic inflation. <laughs> That's gonna be wait. Okay, so this is gonna cut. This is gonna cut back in from the outro music. Uh huh. Uh huh. And the, I forgot to tell you guys the one scene. He's he's being chased by the skunk. He's running away, and he jumps off a cliff, and he goes. I've always wanted to try this move. And as he says that, he's taking off his shoes. And he takes off his shoes, and he's got those dirty, nasty socks that I was telling you about. They're, like, black with dirt. And he, like, slurps up a bunch of dirt, and then he, like, throws it. And he's like, I just need a little bit of runway. And then he runs over the dirt that he throws from his nasty socks, and he uses it to, like, bridge a gap. And he, he, like, makes a rainbow bridge of feet dirt. Don't put that in the end. Disgusting. <laughs> okay, and then that's how it ends. <laughs> <laughs>